Hello and welcome to game 28 of Kingdom Divided. Last game, uh, we had started the Romance Chronicles, which will be happening for quite a bit as there's not an incredible number of days before people march to war. So these marriages have to get locked down before that. Uh, it started with Casimir Ramirez saying that he had interest in Penelope Duran and Lady Tanya Bennett, and that Laya had interest in Sovereign Zarazovich and Louis Covingard. While they were talking about this, a gift was sent to Carrick Silveridge uh, with a box uh, filled with foreign flowers and a book from the Tested about the nature of House Song or Potty's special songs to keep knowledges. The presumption by the group there is that it was sent by Mayo, and they thought that was very nice of her. Uh, Rory Silveridge introduces to uh, Sir Todd Stone, who happens to be the Silveridge diplomat to Paristone, who can get them in with the other diplomats. They use his connections to have a meeting with Tanya Bennett later in the day. While that is being prepped, uh, Laya and Siobhan go talk to Sovereign, who is very supportive of the idea of marriage, but he has one little hookup. Uh, 24 hours before, he asked Olivia Paristone for her hand. She has not agreed to marry him, and the players are likely to ruin that match as Sovereign's a great guy. Um, and Duchess of Polivia Paristone is a little bit too much power that people would want to let happen in Sovereign's hands. Uh, in two days, if he does not know, um, he will, if he, if he basically, she says no, he's happy to marry Laya, and uh, she will kind of get that going. While that was occurring, there was a shopping trip for Carrot, Kaden, and Casimir to go buy a model boat with origami flowers as a return gift. Caden uh, also goes to an expert blacksmith and spends 1,400 silver for the Shadow Spear, an ancient House Sedai weapon that is used to attack from above. After that, the group gather together and go to the diplomatic villa that is on the outskirts of town, where they meet uh, all the diplomats that happen to be here. We won't rename them all here. Casimir uh, talks to Tanya Bennett, who reveals quite a dark side of her near sadistic glee in her job as a spy master. Um, Casimir sets up times to meet her again, and the conversation seems positive. Laya uh, talks to uh, the Talmart diplomat about the idea of her marrying Sovereign, and that she wants to get permission from Mercy Talmart. Uh, the Talmart diplomat feels that Laya would have to bend the knee to House Talmart as well, but the permission would likely be offered. While that's continuing, they all leave and go to House Duran's rooms, where they're asked to give their weapons up. The group isn't a big fan of that, but eventually under peacekeeper Bryce Jean Paul, a new peacekeeper that they're meeting, they agree to give up their weapons. In a conversation with Penelope Duran, things go well. She eventually asks peacekeeper uh, Bryce Jean Paul to leave. After she leaves, she attempts to recruit the characters to kill her uncle who is in the succession war against her. The cadre says positive statements towards that, and then um, they leave deciding on whether or not they will take the job. Uh, Laura, could you be so kind as to push the calendar day? Okay. And um, we are going to be saying that uh, Carrick is with uh, the Songer Potty um, uh, parents to 
finalize the aspect of his engagement, which okay. is going to take him uh, an untold period of time. <laughs> Did he still get a role? Uh, he does not get a role. He's not in attendance, sadly. Uh, while he does get XP, he does not get a prophecy role. Um, I, if I do, uh, here we'll, we'll make him feel bad. I'm gonna roll it, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's he, important we make him feel bad. And he didn't get it, so hey, that's everything's <laughs> great. Because if he got the six, I'd be like, "Hey, you had a prophecy when you weren't here. Was it good? I don't know." Tell that to my brother. <laughs> you saw an awkward meeting with your future in-laws, and it happened. Yes. You have an epileptic fit in the middle of a, of a ceremony. <laughs> right. Ah. I told my brother um, once that um, making him feel bad was almost worth the gift because there's his birthday. Um, where I, he's he's a twin, right? Uh, where I bought him a birthday cake, and I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I bought two birthday cakes that day and got nothing because a girl who's a friend of a family member used to babysit that a friend of the family with also has the same birthday. Right? <laughs> There's a whole Hughes movie about that, by the way. Yes. <laughs> there is. Uh, um, I mean, so... Probably will end differently, though, than yours did. Right? right. <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, is anyone um, jumping at the bit to start first? Well, here Casimir has some interactions he wants to do. Yeah, if you want to, oh, yeah. to go do the Casimir interactions, sure. I just want yeah, I just want you to know it's it, it is okay. So we support you. Go. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I, I just wanted to. Um, yeah, we have like ten know. games on you role playing that we've done. So yeah, if you right. want to. <laughs> That's true. Um, so yeah, so uh, <laughs> Casimir wants to meet both with um, um, Covengar- uh, Titus Covengard, mm-hmm. as well as again with uh, Tanya, although he does want to uh, run his wooing that, um, strategy by everyone else to see what they think before he does so. Yep. Um, do you want to just do the Titus first, and then you can talk to the players? Yeah, we, we, yeah, let's do Titus. Okay. So you wake up early, and you hear that Titus is going to be talking to um, some of his troops as they are doing morning drills, and you decide to go early and talk to him during that. Yes. And... I dress in my uh, armor rather than my new fancy clothes. Okay. Um, as you come up to this field, it is a group of people that are horsemen archers that he is training, and he is basically got them all with blunted arrows, and their goal is to knock the other people off of their horses by Uh basically shooting the horses enough that they rear up and knock them off. Ouch. And that's what he's prepping as you're kind of like walking up. But he's only like gradually looking as he's trained these people for years. Right, right. I sort of, I walk up, watch, admiring. Can I get a, uh, what kind of role? A strategy role to, uh, to assess their quality? 
Or would that be yeah. tactics? Um, so it is one second. Let me pull up the list. So um, strategy would be how qualified they are. Tactics would be if the game was useful, I guess, in real life. Um, I, I know it. I, he knows that games are yeah. useful. So. Right. So I, strategy I would strategy. be their quality. Yeah. So if you want to roll your Warcraft uh, strategy, and uh, it looks like you definitely, yeah, you definitely broke it. Um, you, uh, they are uh, not elite, but they are veterans. Awesome. Oh. I, um, I sort of go. Uh, and introduce myself to uh, Titus and say, uh, he's a lord, correct? He's, he's a duke. Oh, is. okay. Uh, uh, duke uh, Titus Covengard, um, a pleasure to meet you. I am yeah. Sir Captain uh, uh, Casimir Ramirez. Um, I look forward to uh, our shared uh, campaign against the Saffrons. And then I, I sort of pause and say, the, these troops are quite impressive. Thank you, thank you. I, I do remember you, uh, Sir Ramirez. Uh, I, uh, I remember some of the conversation that occurred at the high t tea uh, type of event. Um, yes. my, uh, these are the uh, elite troops of the Coven Guard. We intentionally have these people trained from a young age, and when they are reach a point where their bodies cannot handle this level of horse riding. We send them off to train the other groups. So the experience is spread across the entire country. That but, makes um, sense. Have you uh, already eaten? There is a, a drink from the West that is seen as quite refreshing. I have not. Um, and even if I had, I'm always, uh, uh, interested in more food and drink i've learned so, that um uh and during my campaigns that one should never turn down uh either when offered because you don't know when the next time you'll be able to get some too true too true and uh, one of the servants comes and pours you a a, a mid-level thickness kind of turkish coffee oh um, I, I sip it and sort of nod. Uh, uh, very, uh, very tasty. It uh, it keep, gives one's energy when uh, you are needing to be active in the mornings. But um, I uh, have also heard that you are Duke Silveridge's son, who has fought in the Crusades. Uh, uh, apparently I am, indeed. Uh, although I had not had the chance to meet him until um, a few days uh, ago. Um, but yes, th that is the case. Well, how Silverge is known for being incredibly astute at finding everything except their lost children. <laughs> indeed. Yes. But, uh, so he has named you one of uh, his key commanders. It would make sense as many aspects in this country are those who have not had as much practical experience in war and merely these 
games and pressure upon others. The fact that you have fought the Mikado gives you direct knowledge of the violence that these people are going to experience. Yes, uh, I have. Um, I know, even if I don't know their tactics and dark magics uh, <laughs> intimately yet, I know of the sort. And um, I look forward to uh, exterminating the Saffrons in a way that we have yet to do to the Mikado. I also feel that you have one advantage that even the troops will not have. Oh, uh, uh, that is uh, kind. Uh, what, what, what is that? Many of the troops will see the individuals that they fight as their countrymen, as their the people that they've been obligated to protect as their noble duties across the different lands. From your foreign experience, you will see them as just traitors instead of this ambiguity that they are merely the misguided poor. Uh, that is true. I only... My allegiance is to the Empire, the people who follow the bell, and me and my family. As it should be for all great houses. Um, it seems that there are many aspects of also people your age looking for matches. Have you played the Game of Roses yet? I'm in the middle of attempting to. I can't say that I am well, uh, very familiar with this level of um, courting, and uh, I have yet to uh, seal the deal, as it were. Aye. I, um, it is my people's tradition that th the children are not allowed to pick their spouses, and it is, and it are always arranged marriages for at least one's first marriage. I feel that that would make the pressure on the children a great deal uh, less so, uh, give them less pressure of uh, not being able to have that choice. Uh, forced upon them. It. I think every person would find both freedom and punishment in these choices. I know I did when I was a youth. I see. The, uh, that, that makes sense. Um, um, certainly. Um, is there any other particular things you'd like to bring up to him? Because he's he's gotten yeah, his key yeah, questions. Yes, I would. Uh, I'd say um, uh, I was. So my understanding uh, that the saffrons are primarily uh, infantry based, given their poor um, backing. I have some thoughts as to the best way to counter them. I suspect that your horse archers will give you a leg up on that matter. Um, uh, do you have any other uh, thoughts or advice um, that I can take uh, onto my side of the three-prong attack? 
While our horses are going to be a strong advantage, I have had a few people spying among General Sherman's people who have already fought them multiple times and been repulsed. They seem to have particular affinity from striking from wooded areas or have made hidden trenches where his cavalry fall into before they are beset upon. That is uh, quite surprisingly ingenious of It is the other reason why we are pushing so hard for ranged archers. Uh, ranged uh, cavalry is we don't have to get as close enough to fall into their traps. Exactly. And um, the, the, uh, as far as I know, the Silver Edge are not... Um, uh, do not have forces equipped in that way. So I was thinking that we will need to rely largely on foot archers um, until we were able to bring a, uh, to weaken them until we were able to bring a larger force to bear. I agree with what you are saying. The fact that General Sherman has not been able to beat them down makes me imagine that they ha have greater knowledge and tactics of land, as many of us are foreigners where we are going to be fighting. They are not gathered in the lands of Covingard, but they are gathered in White Star, which, other than General Sherman, few of us have actually fought. And unfortunately, I have not either. I'll be sure to try and uh, take advice from the white people of White Star and uh, those uh, of my father's domains who uh, have contacts there. It has been told to me that the Dragons of the South will be following your father's lead. I have heard uh, similar. I imagine that it will be a very strong surprise to the Saffrons for even if they build pits that horses would fall into, dragons can easily scale walls and it will not be an impediment to them. Um, I will be sure to uh, describe. Uh, um, I agree that that they will provide a useful uh, force of uh, that they will not be expecting so far north. Well, I um, I have also named uh, my two lieutenants in this particular conflict. Um, I was going to name. Barack Polanski, but he says that he is too old for such a scenario and has given leadership of his group of people to Sovereign Zarazovich. Ah. And who is the second? And the second is uh, Gorshi Kulak. Um, I don't know if you've met him. He also was at the IT. Yes, uh, I, I believe um, I've I have not had the opportunity to meet either other than uh, briefly at the tea, but I've heard of them. Um, house Grazi said that they will have their particular house guards in my units, and we'll be having the 
uh, Belkine units under the support of uh, Baron Kulak. That sounds uh, that they would be a great asset. Um, although I also know that people, chivalry, knights who cling too closely to chivalry are not always happy in being told that their straightforward cavalry charge is not the best way forward. I uh, have already prepared such a conversation with Montemir. You are nearly reading my mind, dear knight. I have encountered quite a few of similar thoughts in my time in the South. Well, Those who live long enough soon learn otherwise. Of course. Again, a pleasure to meet you. Um, a pleasure I, to meet you, too. And he gives you a firm handshake and yes. uh, fond farewell. And, and I leave. You, uh, as you did that at the crack of dawn, and most of the players are lazy bones, uh, you make it back <laughs> as everyone's basically beginning to wake up. You give, give up the crack of noon? I mean, come on. Yeah. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm buzzing because of all that caffeine. Right? So I, <laughs> I, I wanted question. to take a real... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Question, I, I'm, I'm just not, asking this... Yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm just asking this because you probably not thought about it because you haven't had a lot of social interactions. Did you want him to have a better opinion of you? Did you want, like, you know? Do you want oh, to try to charm him or about, anything? Yeah. I, think, I forgot about it, that. Um, I'm fine if you want to. Uh, the thing is, you're going to be looking then at a charm. You, you do have a 3d6 on it. Um, you basically need to hit a 12. Oh, um, Okay. Uh, persuasion. Yeah. Okay. So on the second sheet where it says combat and oh, yes, yes, yes. there's a section it's called charm different... and you're going to click on the persuasion button. And you got missed it by one. So he's still indifferent to you. Okay. Okay. But Titus indifferent is he's still not aggressive towards you. He has no. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. think. He doesn't think you're a boob, because basically, if you get under six, you go down one. Okay. So, but you uh, come back, and everyone's like, "Oh, close the door. It's bright." <laughs> I'm awake. I don't get up at the crack of noon. No, you're you're awake, sitting there in the dark. Why do you need light? Exactly. With let's let's be honest. Talk about Siobhan here, because Siobhan, much like Jen in real life, doesn't like. Well, I mean, Laura in real life is absolutely. Today, I did not get out of bed until eleven thirty. But you know, Ooh. I'm just saying. I know it was scandalous, but uh, I like to role play that I'm a better person than I actually am. <laughs> That's funny. Um. Yeah, Shavon would definitely be the um, sleepy. Uh, I'm trying to put get the engines firing stage of the morning. Uh, Casimir is like riding high on caffeine, so I'd be like, cousins, brothers, uh, come, let us uh, plan for the day. Oh, we are not in the army, dear cousin. Why must we plan for days or things? 
Hmm. You're you're both up rather early and chipper. Uh what have you been doing, Casimir? I met with uh Titus uh Covengard um in order to discuss um basically mostly just to introduce myself but also to have a glimpse as to some of his plans in fighting the Saffirons. Uh, as a uh, captain under uh, my father, I think it worth uh, knowing the other uh, commanders. One of which happens to be uh, someone you are familiar with, uh, Lila. Oh? Uh, yes, I believe, uh, and Casimir is sort of smiling, kind of like a dick, and is like, uh, <laughs> not like a dick, straight up a dick. Uh, 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 um, is, uh, uh, Sovereign uh, Zarazovich is going to be one of Coven Guard's commanders. Not entirely surprised to hear that. Uh, fascinated though I may be by the man, he has Coven Guard wrapped around his little finger in a way that I have yet to fathom. So, isn't that true? Now, if only we could get him wrapped around your little finger. Well, there's Speaking a problem. Of... Yeah, oh, okay. I have. There's a small problem called Duchess Olivia Perestone currently in my way. <laughs> How do you plan on removing that problem? I don't re- plan on removing it and more just refocusing her attention perhaps somewhere else. Um, I see. Uh, because I don't think I can remove her, although I might be able to remove him. Uh, for as influential as Sovereign is, he plays the pauper and uh, poor, l- low-connected uh, not to be given a second thought. So why would she entertain him as her duke? Because he's poor, low-connected, and not to be entertained a second right, thought. Right, but she is a woman of quality and standing and, and looks and enjoys the finer things, which he not only cannot provide, but is not used to. But he is the- not a man who will challenge her authority or her power, at least on paper. Right, which we know is not true at all. We know is not true at all. <laughs> well, so... All of these points you are bringing up are uh, <clears throat> salient points as to why women ought not to uh, entertain a uh, match with me. As it seems to me that uh, Sovereign's current main claim to fame is my okay. own, same as my own, uh, being a commander in the Crusades against the I don't know, cousin. I'm just saying you are someone who has had some fame abroad, has, uh, is the son of a neighboring duke, and is not a threat to her authority. Not the worst plan in the world. Sovereign oh. is, that's what Sovereign's playing off of. Sovereign is playing off the idea that, oh, look at me. I'm not a threat. Hey, Duchess Livia. I perhaps we can make a, a an agreement together because he wants to be able to use her and her mercenaries and uh and he can come off looking like he's no threat. That makes sense. 
Yeah, I you, have been... you were an acknowledged son of a nobleman. Sovereign uh, very literally lurks in the shadows of everyone else while pulling all the strings, which is... You can stand in the sunlight and your story can survive scrutiny. That's what you have over him, I guess is what I'm trying to say. That's true. Um, I would... Uh, um, I want to... Go go further, and... Can I actually get decipher roles... Um, on Siobhan's interpretation. Oh. You want her to roll or you want me to roll? Everyone can roll because she's given a theory. Let's hear if her theory sounds. Okay. What the hell is Cypher? It's a cunning roll. Okay. That was me by... Oh no, that was not me by accident. Okay, good. Because I'm trying to... Yeah. Caden, Caden made it. Wait, the cipher you said? Yes, yeah, which is it's, a, it's cunning. Cunning. I know. Okay, that was what confused me because for some reason I have a note on my deception. I don't know if it's for me or not. It is because you have a flaw. I just want you to be reminded of it. That's why I put that there. Oh, okay. Because that's I hadn't seen that, uh, and I yeah. suck, so I get no idea. I'm like, that's a great idea. Okay. Um. The one person who made it was Caden. Caden, like, what if he told her the truth, though? Well, okay, what if Lila already thought that? What if, because Laura already thought that? But <laughs> one said it. Yeah. Javon's the <laughs> one who just said it, like, yes. Javon's like, yeah, it could be a, it could absolutely be that he's just going undercover saying, hey, I'm, I'm a simple guy doing simple stuff. Uh, Caden's like, well, maybe he's not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Caden and me. Um, I, I do think after meeting with both Tanya and Penelope, I think Tanya would be by far be the most difficult, but also profitable ally. And I think I know the best way to approach her. But I wanted to hear uh, people who are more familiar with uh, noble women uh, and get your advice for it. Well, fairness, Tanya is not exactly an atypical noble woman. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but... True. I was just going to uh, approach her and lay all my cards on the table. What cards are you planning on laying on the table, might I ask? I am a military commander of a Nate who will have uh, be able to match who will not be able to match her wits, but she does not have military power currently of her own. Together, the two of us who are not do not have lands can work <laughs> together to acquire lands from either of our two families and um we would complement each other well uh and um she does not have much to fear from me as to being able to out maneuver her when it comes to uh scheming uh well, may I offer a suggestion yes First of all, Tanya Bennett is 
perhaps not wanting for anybody who has military acumen, being that she's part of Montemir. I mean, they she's have some of the there. best knights in the entire land, so yes, she but can... It's not controlled by her. No, but it doesn't necessarily need to be. She's very intimately tied into the ducal family of Montemir. So... I don't know if that's necessarily as enticing to her as, you know, frankly, ironically, I would see Sovereign as being much more of interest to her than to Olivia Pearstone. Ironically enough. But, um, yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily something that Tanya would find nearly as useful. You don't think that she chafes serving under her family members as a uh, as a uh, diplomat to Pearstone? I don't. I don't. No, I, I, no, don't, I don't think, think so. She does. No, can, um, can... she openly talked about how much she enjoys destroying people. And killing oh, them. I... <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, uh, Y'all remember the part she loves, like, you know, breaking people and destroying them, you know, breaking their souls. Yeah. Uh, you also skip on the part how much she wish, wishes that um, she said that she only watch a man's life drain out of her eyes once when she kills him. I remember um, all that. Could I make an... Um... Would you want an empathy role, Patrick, to kind of get a vibe on my perceptions of Tanya and what her motivations are? Okay, sure. I'll accept an empathy. Um, I think you're, you're pretty clear that she's a sadist. Well, yeah, um, but I'm much more trying to figure out motivations than who what she is. Like... Okay. Um, it's not going to be an easy role, as there's only been maybe 10 sentences. Oh, that's fine. We'll okay. see. We'll see what I get. Okay. Um, it obviously is power, but what? Where does power come from? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Maybe do it in reverse. How would she lose power? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. If she. If her. Yeah, her is something something undermining her her ability to have power would be what's threatening and that currently is her family. Like her family needs to have that power. Cuz I don't think I'm going to do really well, but can I make a roll too? Uh unmodified sure. um awareness, okay. You actually got the 12. Um <laughs> Basically, if this she loses, if she loses the post, it's a problem. If she gets assigned somewhere that she can't control, it's a problem. You're still yeah. not getting a lot. You only got one more than her. Right. Um, but where are the strings held that control her life? Yeah, her I mean, and that was. Her uncle, her, well, her father and her uncle and her uncle yeah. are where the strings are at. 
So she wants to be able to keep her post. I was under so the impression would... that her aunt that her aunt was the one who's truly in charge. Eh. It's it's really much more her father. Her father is the one who's pulling this the this the spy strings and um Montemir. So Lucy, of course, benefits from that. But it's and in some ways she is kind of that power behind the throne, but it's because of her her um her brother, Tanya's father. So that's perhaps what I mean, if you're thinking of an angle to go at to try and get Tanya to get her onto your side, it is what it is that that's her Achilles heel. So she wants to ensure that is going to be protected at all costs because that keeps her in her position. If if I may, just to throw my hat in the ring, mine is all on conjecture, though. So I'm just because. First of all. I do believe that you should go to her with with your cards out as you said because the reality is she probably already knows anything of salacious that she would want to know about you yes she Um, already knows that i'm a bastard your shoe size yeah (laughs) she knows everything she wants to know uh she doesn't seem like the kind of person to not be informed of a situation all your Um, deep dark secrets yeah uh but i I was having an idea. If you want to secure her position in power, and I saw Teresa talking to the Belkind Duke, you can offer her the position of ambassadorship from out of uh, Silver Ridge. And then her postings are determined by her father-in-law, whom you obviously have a significant sway over. Actually, I guess it'd be her uncle-in-law. Rory is the head diplomat, but same difference. And the current diplomat to Silverage is her uncle. It's, yeah, it's my dad. No, no. other way around. Uh, hers. Other oh, way, her, other way Tanya's going the uncle other way is the diplomat to Silverage from Montemere. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sometimes it might be be her dad. Who knows? Right. Which just shows you how worried they are are actually about us. They did mm-hmm. send their other head to like the rivers or something. No, they sent it over here <laughs> next door. Well, what yeah. if you knew though? I would not bide your time for much longer because the clock is ticking if uh if i can say i'm an expert in that yes i agree um and i your point that she already knows my cards was why i planned on laying them on the table um she uh is not the kind she knows me pretending to be something i'm not is not going to um work with her no but i think coming up with 
uh, an army uh, and and soldiers is not necessarily going to be as enticing. That's all unless, I have. Yeah, I know, but it's just it's not as enticing as perhaps you have. If, um, I mean, not to interrupt Siobhan, can finish your thought, but it's not all you have. Yeah, but finishing, sorry, the thought got broken. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what was I saying? Um, no, it, it's that's not where her motivation will lie. It's much more what I'm getting at. It is, I mean, you have a lot to offer, not just soldiers, not just your war experience. I mean, you have connections to Silver Ridge. You have connections to um, a lot of other houses through your service. You have a network that might also be of use and interest to her in her work. But just thinking through her motivations, her motivation is not going to be, I want an army that's going to like protect me and do my bidding. It's going, it is, I want to be able to keep my position what are the things that allow her to have that position? That all makes sense. Like I to tag on to what Shavana said, it, I appreciate that it's all new and recent to you, but you're not a lone soldier out in the field anymore. You you have one of the more powerful families on the East Coast at your back. I mean, so powerful. Not, Your father is one of the commanders for this military campaign. Yeah, I mean, I know that you're not comfortable with the concept of nobility because you're unfamiliar with it. And trust me, that is a dilemma of which I also suffer under. I wish we w could speak more plainly and more bluntly to the matters at hand as opposed to dance around them. But I feel like Tanya is a woman whom you could have that kind of conversation with. You could ask her. What do you want? I could pro I could do my best to provide it. That makes sense. Oh, and speaking of this, and knowing that you also find um, Lady Duran's interesting as well. Hayden, what do you think about Tanya? I just want to be clear. Let's cover our bases. If you have no interest in her, then fine. But I'm just... She's but if this doesn't work out, what about do you, I, buddy? Do, I mean, do I want to sleep with a dagger under my pillow? Is that what you're asking me? You wouldn't be sleeping with a dagger under you, your pillow? Just, you you're know. right. It'd be, much, it'd, be, it'd be much more intelligent to tape it behind the baseboard. <laughs> <laughs> she, just, she just keeps you on your toes. <laughs> Honestly... I think a lot of, I mean, is she sadistic? Yes. But sometimes in order to get the information you need, you need to have harsh methods is all I'm saying. What she I mean, said. That is passion. This what? were a man who, but because this is a woman, everyone suddenly like, can I sleep with her and have her in the same bed with me? I no, no, no. I'd still think they were a problem. I <laughs> I have heard far worse down south. I'm just throwing... Men I considered close friends. 
I am just throwing this out there. I mean, obviously, Caden, I I think that you should have every right to choose whoever you wish. And knowing, just knowing kind of your bent of mind and you you have a little bit more political savvy, shall we say. It might, I'm just throwing that out there as a suggestion. And I can't help but notice that, you know, Casimir, you did like Lady Durand. And even though she is asking us to murder her uncle. That's no problem. Besides, he started it. Um, uh, <laughs> this is my point. It would be easy enough to arrange that. Uh, simply throw a couple turbans on some troops, murder his tent, leave a turban or two behind. And um, we would have her in our back pocket, whether or not we wanted to uh, solidify that through marriage or not. Speaking of some um, perhaps less than shape, less than above board ways to, you know, secure things we want. I'm going to look at Lila. If you're the sword, I don't think that they they did that. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, I'm much more thinking about um, Olivia. Okay. So, if she marries Sovereign, just think about this. If she marries Sovereign and everything comes... Everything comes out about him and what he's up to. Every domain, and I mean every domain, will march on Bearstone. Especially if the rivers demand that the, the last Sedai is killed. This would unite people under a river's command to destroy Bearstone completely. <laughs> if the rivers said publicly, yeah, <laughs> publicly, if the yeah. rivers said go kill the <laughs> last to die, everyone would have to do that unless they were siding against the rivers, and then that's a whole other civil war. Then every tested could basically leave their post. Like, yeah. Okay, Laura has a question for the GM. Mm -hmm. In that, I didn't know how public, not public, but how well known it was that he is the descendant of Ethan Sedai. I didn't think he, that was known by any, like, maybe the few of us in this room. Really? And whoever he's that's, got. That's the point. If you tell her that, hey, go ask your spy masters. I think he's the last Sedai. Even if he's not going to uprise, the rivers may go against you. Yeah, but then I turn around and marry him, and then, then she just says it out loud. So I just didn't want that to necessarily be... The problem with... Okay. Silverage doing it, you're on the edge. Only uh, only Montemir, uh, uh, White Star, and Pearstone can touch you. If she says it, every domain... Because she's in the middle. She has now, no, no border. 
it could be a case of you could spin this and say, you know, I know the secret and I'm willing to like fall on Jump that the grenade. grenade. Yeah. <laughs> I'm willing to fall on that grenade uh, and marry the last to die. Um, and spin it however you want of like, you know, the ta- the town, ta- you know, Talmud is going to like keep an eye on him. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And, you know, for, you know, because we're so loyal to House Rivers and stuff, it it would even double down on it because of the Sedai connection. You know, the Sedai are our enemies, but, and that's all the more reason why we have to keep this last one in check. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And also, for me to clarify it with you, like Laura, okay, the PCs know. And if people took the time to do spy network stuff against him, they'd figure it out. They read the big book of baby hair colors. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So (laughs) it's not that she knows now, but anyone who wants to to pay the money could find out. And you're throwing shade. You'd be like, hey, you know. (laughs) It's one angle. You guys also, as I put there, you guys can ask Connor and Rory, who obviously have great ideas, because they actually have because five and, you. <laughs> no, they have they have five and six point stats to roll to think of good yeah. ideas. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I don't want to interrupt your guys. No, now we're just kind of going in political circles uh, while Siobhan continues. She has to party here. She has to go. Uh, so, um, while I, Siobhan tries to get Caden hitched yet again, you're you're really <laughs> dragging your feet on this one, buddy. So also, you would you want to ask Rory? Yes. No. I Casimir was just going to say he Casimir wants to talk with Rory and or. Okay. Who do you guys want to talk to? Because Lya might want to have Rory in there since he's the dad of any choice yeah, right, yeah. Uh, that she's going to make. And I would Rory have my w- conversation separate from this because I might say incriminating things. So it's okay either way. I would then follow if if you invited my dad in to get the political uh, aspect, right. I would then follow him out and have the rest of my conversation. Right. So you could ask Connor to come in and you guys could ha- talk to Connor. Yeah, yeah. Both of them are sitting next door. Yes. So just, just okay. could go there and get of- them both. And since Javon's trying to get me married off, so we did talk about if Javon's marriage doesn't go through. Um, Yeah, Siobhan hasn't even approached anybody. He hasn't approached anybody. I'm sorry, I meant Lila's marriage with the uh, last die doesn't. Sorry. Yeah, if that doesn't go through, what you were thinking of the the other Zara's over? The sister? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And there's the um, banking is, people. <laughs> that is an option for Caden and um, what's her name, Sarah Butler? Uh, Sarah, Sarah Butler? Uh, Sarah Zarzovich? Or is it Sarah? I think it's yeah. a Sarah. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you want to get oh. real crazy, and I mean absolutely crazy. The uh, Keenan Saffron. Yeah. I'll have a daughter. We could just turn this Sea of Sorrows into a Silver Ridge Lake. 
<laughs> oh my god if you, okay if you're like hey you know we got a mikado uh, relative and we got a saffron relative and, you, you know, know. he's he's got yeah. a point because the you saffrons know. are are an independent unit the saffron society are the break off they're the heretics yeah. Just saying, if it worked for um, the Caesars, it can work for the Silver Ages. And there, you guys did meet a saffron diplomat. Not only that, they don't even have to. Um, and you know what the best part would be is they don't have to bend the knee; they can still remain an independent kingdom. Damn, that was off. That's off the hook. Off the hook. Off the chain. I have no socks left on. Like all of them. Yeah. <laughs> all so of this it. is the only Saffron Isle person you've met. Yeah. She whispered the pro- prophecy in Carrick's ear. Yeah. And she was actually like a Saffron priest, where like the smoke was and the incense was all around her, and um. Yeah, you know, you can say fuck it. I don't need to worry about a match here. I'm gonna go get a, a I'm gonna go get a foreign princess. Bringing <laughs> um, them foreign daladellas. So I guess we go and talk with Connor. Okay, who wants to go next door and talk to Connor and Rory? I I'll go because I okay. like to watch. Interesting things happen, but I had I not Same. planned on speaking. Okay, so majority of you guys go. If you, if any of you say you don't go, that's fine. You guys go and knock next door, and uh, Rory and uh, Hunter are sitting on opposite sides of the room, both writing. Come in, and they put down their pens. Um, Hello, well, it's all Hunter. of you. Um, oh, please, please. Uh, Carrick's not here. I'll save Carrick, oh. who is visiting the Sangrapadis. Yes. Um, I uh, I received a note from uh, her mother um, asking if uh, he liked uh, the gift that the family sent. He seemed to like it very well enough. He was very excited by it. It was a book after all. Exactly. I'm I'm glad he's made a choice. That's all we have to be happy with. Um, and this is Connor, of course. Um, and uh, Rory says, how's everyone else going along? Very well. I spoke with uh, Titus, uh, Duke Titus, uh, this morning. Um, I saw his uh, force of horse archers. They are... I wish we had some of those of our own, but... Um... I'm sure we will uh, do fine without that. You uh, want to hear a dark uh, rumor about Titus that absolutely uh, isn't uh, verified, Rory says? I always uh, like dark rumors. Um, there's a rumor that he actually killed his first wife. Why? Why? <laughs> uh... They fought like cats and dogs. I see. And uh, there was a rumor that he poisoned her, and uh, she got ill. Mm. A coward's 
weapon. Yeah. But it's uh it is what it is. It's not like uh he uh he didn't remarry, so it wasn't like it was some other woman or something, and we absolutely obviously have no proof, but that's what the spies he did mention to me the uh their custom of arranged marriage kingdom was not set up yes uh that he married he was uh from a i think he was 11 he was told that he would be marrying uh Liza Zarazovich mm. mm-hmm. Fascinating that he still has his uh, interests so tightly aligned with his former wife's family. Maybe out of guilt. Maybe out of blackmail. (laughs) Maybe. I think if there was any proof, that proof would probably be lost in the intervening generation. Indeed. Um, I wanted to uh, hear both of your thoughts on um, the two women I'm currently pursuing Um, they both kind of sit up straight (laughs) (laughs) Tanya Montemir appears to be incredibly what? Tanya Bennett Thank you, thank you. Tanya Bennett um, uh, appears to be a formidable and terrifying woman who uh, would be a useful, who I think uh, I would consider to be a great ally as well as a great enemy. Um, I think it best to be I think this would allow us to make sure that the Montemirs do not attack us anytime soon. However, it would also open a way for them to find out a great deal more about us. I thought that the best way forward was through uh, simply laying my cards on the table and offering my uh, martial skills combined with her... um, uh, skills of uh, spy networks. Um, my cousins suggested this was not the correct uh, route, and that um, other um, options might be better. But you, I, Rory says you've never met a Bennett, like no. And he looks at Connor like, "Can I speak freely?" And Connor's like, well, unless you obviously like drag us to another war, well, maybe. <laughs> Connor's like, I would sneak into her father's rooms in the middle of the night, wake him up with a dagger to his throat, and say, I'd like to marry your daughter, or do you want to be killed by a random saffron? Ooh. That's fascinatingly similar to a solution to another problem I had. 
I haven't thought to uh, apply that solution to this one. Because it will instantly give you get their respect. Yeah, I was going to say that <laughs> will. Yeah. A whole crazy family acting crazy on them. They'll say that's crazy likes crazy. It's in your Ramirez heritage, after all. Because if you go there and you say, oh, I have X, Y, and Z, they have, we know all that you know. If you go there and are like, I have what you want in your hands, Bennett only respects power. And I do not currently have enough power, I think. You have you the power get... to sneak into a room yeah. and put a dagger to their throat. You have the power if that blade is up against her father's throat. <laughs> they have a lot of power then. And it shows that you're willing to do what it takes. You're not joking. Casimir thought this was like, he's looking around like this. You're seeing Honor's it. like, I don't know. You know, I hear the minstrels in the distance. <laughs> I'm just saying this that it makes sense when you think about Tanya. Like Tanya respects appropriately. I mean would... Tanya would respect something like that. Someone who's gonna be just like bold enough to like you, challenge you want... to be wanted enough that you're willing to sneak into her father's room and At put a dagger to his throat. Through... Yeah. That would turn that her is, on so fast. <laughs> she would think that was the bee's knees. I, I mean, think you're a psychopath, but <laughs> she'll think it's awesome. I mean... Lori's like, I'm not a psychopath. I just know women. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I mean, you think about what does she appreciate most in... in, in life it's to have that power over individuals like that if you could prove you could do that to her father the person who protects the position she's in that's where they respect being able, having just troops at your command there are lots of people who have troops at their command but proving that you are uh strong enough to take what you want and are ruthless enough to uh potentially threaten her father for it that's a true sign of a, of a man who knows what he wants and takes it. I have no problem threatening or taking what I want. My more, I'm more concerned about my ability to scale a town. Oh, well, that's what we have an assassin around for. <laughs> he hasn't um, been around in a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thought... Was Penelope Durand, who seems far more easy to persuade. She just wants her uncle killed. An easy uh, job to be done by false uh, saffron turban. But uh, okay. it, it, no one's going to believe that it's a. And this is Rory again. No one's going to believe a saffron person killed Timothy Durand. Why is that? All because they don't her. care. Yeah. It's not like he's a general of the armies. <laughs> it's not like he is Andalusius. Yeah. There's only one person who wants him dead. And it's his niece. 
Hmm. Well, it's a good thing I have this conversation. I must admit, I was quite proud of both of these ideas. Connor, uh, Connor looks as like, you know, maybe you could be like, hey, uh, tested it into Lucius. Here's the deal. What do we have to do to make sure that it goes this way for for her? If not, there'll be there'll be violence. It there's something you can do. Hell, yeah. you know, this guy loses a finger. Tell him next time you're going to come back and take a hand. That's true. That's true. What's he going to do? That all the Ramirez responses are violence, and then add some more violence. And if you can put some violence on the side. Well, the thing well, to remember is. We never start it. We just finish it. Hunter's <laughs> like, I'm up for him telling Andalusius to make a deal where the tight that uh, Duran loses, that uh, Timothy Duran loses. Then no one has to get chopped up. Because if Andalusius makes an imperial ruling, it's done. This is true. It's done until she's poisoned a month, a year later. Why would she be poisoned? Timothy Duran's followers would no. Here's the thing: the moment that she gets that, the moment that she gets the ruling, if you marry her, and she dies, you're the duke. Oh no, I understand that. The the baron, without the marriage, no. The whole point is, you'll do the ruling. The moment that Indalusia signs that paper. You ha- you bring her the paper. Hey, we don't need to kill your uncle. Marry me. Yes. No. Well, even yes. more that, so. That you have the backing of your father's house. If Timothy Durand continues to be a pain about it, you oh, have yes. the a might of the Silver Ages to throw against that. Hey, you know what else you could do? You could just go to Timothy Durand and challenge him to a duel. That's true. For the honor of my lady. I, uh, oh, that would make the, I, the court here go pitter-pat. It would. However, my poor showing in the joust uh, reminds me that my uh, skills in dueling uh, in open, honest combat is not what many here Ooh, in the well. He'll ask for a champion. You'll bring up uh, a Aiden. He'll bring up another person. He's not going to risk his own life. I think I like the going directly to. Oh, uh, you know what he could do? They'll make a deal with uh, Leon Blackwood. Hey, you know, I might be in a duel next week. If I'm in a duel, can I have you be my champion? I'm gonna give Caden some side eye at that. <laughs> uh, Casimir, who doesn't know the background, says, "Yeah, I met Liam Blackwood. Uh, he seems a lunatic, but quite impressive. Certainly, he would be someone useful to have on our side." Did ask Caden about Leon Blackwood. So, there's a lot of ways to skin this cat. Yes. Um, Aiden, who have you been speaking to? Um, no one just as of yet. 
Um, I do have a um, rather bold idea. Now we have look around, even though we're in a closed room. Now we've made an arrangement with the Saffron Isle, and I believe the um, daughter of East Easterash. That that's where she's hiding, right? The Saffron Isle. The daughter. The, the younger sister, I mean. No, I mean. The youngest sister of our spy master. Oh, she was our... Yeah, they're going to take her to Estridge. Oh, I thought they were... For some reason, I thought they were taking her and hiding her in the Saffron Isle. No, not yet. Not they yet. are... No, they've got to take her home first. So basically, they took her from Gammamede to Dormhaven mm -hmm. to Bridgevale. Then from Bridgevale, they're taking a ship to get past the war... They're going to leave Northerton and then land in Estrich so they can prove that it's actually her. Right. And then when they get there, then the White Cliffs can decide what they're going to do with her. Oh, okay. No, the big deal you guys have with the Saffrons, though, is that if you get attacked by another... Uh, that if, if a troops march on Windbreak, you can, you can flee to them. Right. You can continue with what you were saying. Oh, is um, since we are cultivating them as a backup plan and a haven, I was wondering if we could uh, borrow a page from the um, Marins and form a deeper alliance there through marriage. Um. Honor's like, yeah. Um, I also don't think anyone could make any negative comment because you would barely say that I've been treated so badly by Bellringer nobles I had to take a foreign girl. Honor's not against it. Will your people who are already rebelling, truly take kindly to so much heresy in one house. Open the heresy. Al the Almern. Open heresy. <laughs> the Almern are not heretics. The fact that the Sogmer Potty have made one marriage means we're bringing, hey, you know, they had a heretic in their group. We're bringing the other girl to Silveridge so she doesn't get such bad taint. And what other heretics are we enlisting? No one else is th thinking of marrying a heretic, are they? No. Uh, am I not incorrect? <laughs> I'm not in thinking. At this. <laughs> am I not incorrect in thinking that most people, when hearing of the, do not appreciate any close religious differences between the saffron? currently we're fighting and the, where they get the um, philosophy from. Oh, well, I imagine this marriage is not going to happen until after the Saffron War is over. I see. I, I doubt he... Treatment. Well, but he has to go meet the girl and we're not right. going to sail to the Saffron Isles till after we've destroyed the Saffron <laughs> Society. Right. 
Yes. Oh, I thought you were totally going to turn that, that you know the entire country thinks that you guys are all pirate wizards and witches and of the sea, just like those Saffron Society people. I sadly have no magics uncles that I know of. No, but we're not always seen as in the most positive of light. We are definitely not a Rivers or a Montemere, but what we are renowned for is getting the job done. Yes. Um, th- that's the thing we have to, to be remain seen as. We could be horrible pirates and cutthroats and dabble just on the dark side of magic as long as we're their pirate wizard kings <laughs> who get stuff done. Casper right. looks in alarm and anger at mention of dark magics. I mean, after all, it's not like we're uh, scions of an ancient house that got defeated by the House Rivers now, are we? Uh, Connor looks at Casimir. The most, dark, for Lila. the most dark magics that Silverage have are legends and propaganda. If any of us had dark magics, you would have heard about it by now, Casimir. That's true. That's true. So out of character, if I had more in um, education, I would totally learn that rude magic. But it's not dark magic. <laughs> yeah. I think Casimir thinks most non-Bell magic is dark magic. Yeah. And he would. Uh, <laughs> well, Connor's like, seriously, if I had dark wizards in my pocket, I'd be... I'd, I'd, I'd say, hey, here's my dark wizards. <laughs> um... Rory's like, oh, we don't talk about that to everybody. I was gonna say we have the dearth song, the drummers. <laughs> the bell kind of like, as long as we put them in the front lines, but against the uh, saffrons, then it's all good. You know, it'll be a crusade. They'll be uh, cleansed by, by 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 the blood of the martyr. Yeah, kill them all like God sort them out. So, okay. If so, I do not, if I do yes. not secure this Montemir marriage alliance, what will the impact? Um, war to uh, our I, south. Oh, I imagine we're going to have a war to the south or war to the north. If you secure the Montemir match, we're likely going to have war to the north. If you don't secure the Montemir match, we're likely to have war to the south. Whitestone seems less unified. Yeah, but Montemir also just has less people. How would we know that Whitestone won't attack us from both sides? If Whitestone attacks us, they have Belmore and Estridge to get through before they get to Windbreak. I see. If Montemir attacks us, their first city they attack is Windbreak. Yes. I, so. I'm, I'm, I'm simply trying to... It seems to me that there are two paths, one far more 
difficult but greater reward and one easier. In all likelihood, also, we may have to be fighting Montemir not on the Silveridge side. The Sangrapati uh, may be standing on the border when Montemir attempts to invade and mm -hmm. we're going to have to send troops to defend them. Cannot their half-human friends help them out? Casimir's like venomous in his and when he says that. Okay. Well, you know, I uh the Almern and their entire society is not uh in the pocket of the Mikado. The fact that they travel far and wide and have far associations of anyone who should hate the Mikado, it's me. <laughs> And why yeah. don't? What do you mean? Why don't I? I'm not a friend of the Mikado. I'm a friend of my son getting married. I'm a friend of having another generation of heirs. If he picked any noblewoman across the entire land, regardless of if he picked a Beltine nun. I at least would have said, hey, you know what? Guess I'm ringing the bells today. He happened to chose someone whose older sister is engaged to the Mikado. These are the people who wanted me dead. Who I've burned their towns and sunk their ships. These are not the closest allies of mine, but it happened to be the first damn girl who got Carrick interested. So, maybe when you're a father, you're going to be like, hey, you know, I'll make sure that uh, my son doesn't marry heretics. Maybe I'm a bad dad. No comment, father. <laughs> I think uh, that Casimir sort of bows and leaves. <laughs> I mean, he's had enough chance to try to get it right, is all I'm saying. <laughs> What's the name of the, the Mikados that do most of the fighting? Oh, yeah. Give me a second. I'll pull it up. Um. It is... Um. Actually, that is in Crusades. Over your Crusade. It is the clan, um, Toba clan, T O, um, T O A B. Toba, okay. Toba. All right, because I just, uh, before, uh, Kashmir leaves, I was like, I just want to point out, you know, this really isn't so much a war between the Belllands and the Mikado as it is between the Bell kind and the. I want to say tomato. <laughs> <laughs> the tomatoes. Well, the tomato. All right. Let's call the whole thing off. Um, right. <laughs> so then he's like, and Siobhan, you obviously have a stable of people prepared. 
for my cousins or for myself? For yourself. I can't imagine you'd be slow on the draw. I have admittedly uh, not prepared as big of a stable as you would hope, uh, Uncle, mostly because I'm working on my cousins. But I, uh, there is an angle I'm very interested in pursuing, though I might need your assistance in pursuing it. As I'm interested in Timothy Whitestar. Rory kind of gives a, like, he gives a gasp, but he, he's going to win the roll to, like, hold it. He's like, <coughs> Um. Uh, do I hear the? Uh, do I notice? Po- yeah, there, you you notice that he like made a noise. Um, Can I decipher that? Sure. Like, what you up? To? I want to know what my uncle's going <laughs> about. Your uncle's like shoot for the stars, lady. Shoot for the stars. Yep. <laughs> but bam. Um, No, Siobhan hasn't said anything openly to any of you about this. Yeah. She kept that one to her to her chest. <laughs> no, Lila is very much like the fuck. She's with her dad. <laughs> yeah. He's Come very on. Winchester right there. If you got Timothy Whitestar to marry you, I would I would give Faymil on the birth of your first child. I assume he's talking to Siobhan, not Layla. Yeah, Siobhan. Yeah. And this is Connor speaking, right? Yeah. <clears throat> because at that moment, once you have your first child, we can integrate the, the, the East. That's precisely why I'm All right. taking the shot. And I'd have to give that level of dowry for you to have a shot. I have nothing else that could work at a ducal level engagement. Out of character, is there anyone holding Faymil? Uh, is it the hen? That's not the Henge's territory. Yeah, it's your it? home. Okay. Yeah. That's mm. why he could do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, to do that would be to displace my Henge family. No. The banner would be under them. But. You take, you take the banner under White Star. But they used to be they used to be in charge over here. Now we're just using them as pawns. That's the thing is he he can't give her a domain mm-hmm. that her family doesn't have investiture in. Like no, what's I he totally gonna give her? Yeah. I'm just saying that like we're just telling the henges, haha, not only did we win, but we can now use you as collateral. I don't think they'd but, uh, actually mind being the linchpin of basically unifying all the Fedora people. Right, and also, I think that they would submit to the Princess of the East vibe. 
if she if, if they would not submit to a not relative. Yeah. You, you want to get really crazy? Um, patrol of your first, um, patrol of yours and uh, Carrick's children. <laughs> <laughs> and turn this into a complete uh, barony. Damn. I was already heading that way. I was already <laughs> heading that way. If if you could think of something else I could possibly offer that would be an acceptable dowry, I'm happy to hear it. I can't think of what else I could possibly offer that he would feel would be appropriate. No, you're right. It's I would the henges I can't displace the henges. That is my mother's family. I'm that not is, saying displace. I would be giving a banner. So the hinges would then belong to White yeah, Star. White Star. But yeah. under you. But yeah, under but under you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you'd have um so you'd I have more allies there. That. Yeah. And I will be honest, uh there has been a proposal for Ingrid already from a White Star house. It could in theory work. Right. And the fact that we're giving the dowry under you is they would still follow your orders, not Timothy's. Which I so. think Amon would be amenable to. Um, I think his father would probably be amenable. Probably. Maybe. The thing is also, if Depends on how strong the war goes. If we push through to Green Marble, I'd hand him Green Marble in a heartbeat. But I can't give him Deerholt. We already sold our necks out for Deerholt. And every other... We don't have a lot of cities. This is true. No, you're right. You're right. And it ships aren't going to be enough. It would be appropriate. Um, and... You're, this could lead to, uh, like you said, a unification of the East. It could lead to bringing together two houses in a very powerful way. And let's face it, White Star's biggest problem is the fact that they're a domain in transition between being a warriors to being businessmen and bankers. They're going to have a lot, all of their wealth, and that is something that can help grow the East. And they have a whole bunch of soldiers who need to be pointed at something. Right. Because if we make a unified society with your vote as a duchess we could place me in a position of first amongst equals of this coalition. Yes. Yeah. And we aren't giving up female. We're just putting it under your control instead of mine. So if it comes to that, that's the offer I would give. Um, I have nothing else that can play a ducal level. 
no guarantee that Timothy Whitestar would be amenable. Right. But... I'm just saying you need to have something in your pocket before you go and try to catch a big fish. Yes. Which is why I came to you. Um, um, I've heard no rumors of anyone approaching him. Um, and it could be due to his age, very few are interested. But again, I'm, I'm finding out surprising uh, love matches left and right around this place. Not looking at Lila. Harry's looking into a corner of the room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at the tapestries. All the the fine weaving. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm gonna also send a letter to Kincaid to get his proxy. Um because I doubt if you and White Star make any headway, there can be any time. He needs to actually seal the deal before troops march, because if his land's devastated by saffrons, he'd get nothing. Perhaps that yeah. is all the more reason why an alliance would be welcome. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to send it on the ship. At lunch, so we should get. I can't imagine Kincaid won't give me your proxy. He won't give me the proxy, but it. Um, I at least want to make sure the letter's sent before we act, even if we haven't received its reply. I can't imagine Father w wouldn't grant it, and we'd probably have needed it anyway. But as you say, this is. If I can manage this, this would be big. I make no promises, Uncle, but that was where my thinking lay. Um, obviously, any assistance that we can give, we'll give. Rory is like... Um, I... I know that he is... Not a martial man um, in the scenarios that I've met him. And he does have a passion for finer things. All the more reason I think that the two of us could perhaps come of accord. Like Rory... I am a finer thing. I am a finer <laughs> thing. <laughs> And Rory says, and uh, has anyone met your particular eyes, dear? It's to me, right? You said my name. I'm not. Mm -hmm. So you said Rory. dear. Okay. Yeah. Rory dear. says. Oh, okay. dear, dear, yeah. Yeah. Sovereign Sarazovich. Siobhan gonna need a bluff roll. <laughs> Much like Uncle Rory. Rory, Rory, Rory though, Rory, though, uh, doesn't seem shocked. 
Um, he has an unusual background that I feel complements the gifts that I would bring to a, at a marriage. He is, however, there's there's a catch that he has already proposed to uh, Olivia Perestone, which can't happen regardless of my involvement or not. But I'm dumb. Um, Wycliffe has given us information that he's been that Olivia has been proposed to by three people. Do you know who the other people are? Uh, yes, we do. Um, one of them is uh, Titus's oldest son. Okay. Um, and the other is the current um, uh, heir of White Star. Okay, that's a better mm. match, quite frankly. I was concerned it was going to be an audacious figure like Leon Blackstone, Black Star, yeah. Black whatever. Blackwood. No. Wood. Sorry. I doubted they were raised together. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I mean, all the more than to do it. So, no, those Either are way. those are being the only available ducal female. She got very high scenarios. Um, sure. The rumor is that she's leading towards Cup and Guard. It makes sense. It makes strategically sense. for her. Hold on. I want But I will say that Sovereign has a lot of influence in Coven Guard. He has an obscene amount of influence. In fact, I'm trying to is there an intuition role that I can roll? I want to know if my dad knows. I want to know if my dad knows who he is without me just announcing it to the room because I don't want to I you don't all told them during the report when you guys got back. Oh, we did. We did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. The, okay. Well, then I would okay. point out. Here's what. Here's what you guys said. He has because uh, Carrick said, "Yeah, he has bards who teleport the shadows." Right. Okay. I didn't. And Connor's like, "Oh yeah." He's a secret die. Got it. Moving on. He his influence over Covenguard and thus the majority of the West is so profound that when they went to go speak to the the guy with the E name, no, yeah, the King of the Bells, it wasn't Andalusius. That's the name I was trying to think of. It wasn't Covenguard guards. It wasn't even the Polanski guards that they were dressed as. They were Sovereign's men. Which is why he cannot marry Olivia Paristone because that sort of influence with a dagger through the heart of the country and that that with a mercenary army that big behind them. Rory says, under your marriage, would you advise him to declare or to stay hidden? Depend on how this war went and where the new lines became drawn after everyone's got done bumping chests. 
I think he wants to declare, but wants to be in a position of power before he can do that. That's why he went to Libya. Right. I think that his direct strike on Andalusius is he wants to get the nation against the tested and use that to create a revolt against the rivers. See, I'm not totally sold that 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 was them. One, because I feel like if it had been him, it would have succeeded and it didn't. And two, Unless it was why, a message. why leave a sword there that is so obviously leads back to him and not a larger contingent? He's a, person who, the, he's a person who obviously has has magnified his influence. He doesn't have armies. He doesn't have these things. But he is able to overstep his bounds incredibly. And this is all Rory. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Brother Connor... If you do initiate an engagement with him, while we've already talked about what we would openly give for your dowry, I think the fact that if his plan fails, because of our Saffron connections, we can hide him in the Saffron Isles and he would not be killed. He's allowed to do whatever he needs to, but he has a place to retreat, unlike his own family did. I'm also hoping that this time he would work with the Telmart as opposed to against us. I think you need to talk to Olivia to find out her stated intent. And then you can move forward with that. That had been mentioned to me as a possibility, but I had not yet really entertained it because Sovereign requires so much investiture. But Louis Covengard was passed, his name was passed to me as a potential. It just, however, means serving under Sovereign because Sovereign has so much authority in Covengard. Lewis has coven has has authority in the rivers. He has seen us first amongst equals of the peacekeepers. And if push comes to shove with the rivers and it does start to fall apart there, he's the one that everyone's going to turn to and look to with respect. I feel like he's also the safer match. Yeah, Rory basically says one person is dangerous and powerful. And now that also Casimir's not in the room and full of dark magics. <laughs> and, and the other is the the poister boy all all bell ringer linebacker. Um he's the the bell all 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 American bell ringer. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I don't know if I can date 
Captain America when I am from Russia is all. <laughs> you know, Natasha Romanoff tapped that. So totally did. Um, absolutely did. So and yeah, right. So by the way, Teresa Whitecliffe said that she doesn't know who he is proposing to. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? And she said, uh, three of her spies were caught by his entourage. Yeah. Would you want me to in, to to? I don't want to say investigate because that makes it clinical. To entertain that line as well. I would rather you have more. This is Rory saying. I'd rather you have more coals on the fire than to be left out cold in the dark. I'll make it a priority then this afternoon to bump into Lewis Covengard. Because at the end of the day, I want it to be your choice, not theirs. And in the meantime, we can still scuttle uh, any any designs that. Of Sovereign and Olivia. Yeah. And I kind of think Kate should go after Sarah Zarazovich just to kind of tie that end up because I know that we've got this whole saffron thing going. I'm just saying she's kind of ditzy and that That's means sweet. nipple. <laughs> and we'd have our, we'd continue to have our finger on that pulse then. Mm. He's not ditzy, she's just nice. She's very nice and very, very nice. innocent. And I and I say naive in the kindest sense, as opposed to just the like, oh, you're a dumb girl sense, but just, just like <laughs> I just like to cross stitch all the things that come all the banners that come and visit us, because there are so many. <laughs> that be, that that bend the knee to my brother. Yay! Cross stitch. <laughs> Our aunt's house. Mm-hmm. Trust me, there's a reason because, like, as I was thinking, our was uncle's Covengard, bestie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> bestie forever. <laughs> yeah, no, I just was like, if I'm going to go and try to secure the west for us, is it better to go to the top, which I feel Sarah's over, or I guess yeah, the all American boy is the way to go. I mean, he's okay. kind of cute. I don't deny that. I mean, who doesn't love a good sideburn? I mean, <laughs> Although apparently when they it. get married, you get to glow up. You get cooler pictures. There you go. Yeah. Well, like I said to my father, I will I will make it a priority then to bump into Lewis Covengard because I got all smooshy when he said I would hate for you to be left in the cold. Okay. So uh, you obviously go back and get Casimir and like, oh, we're done talking about heresies. Um, yeah. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> By the way, your dad kind of is a shitty dad. So just yeah, your dad to... is a shitty dad, but we got crazy plans. But he's a really great politician, turns out. He's just not that much of a paternal figure. Uh, apparently. Uh, um. I've been thinking. I am not skilled at sneaking about 
this plan of my father and uncle of scaling a castle and sneaking in the dark is not we were all on board with I just really want to underline that the only person not on board was you Casimir I'm the only one who has to do it it's amazing you don't know this but no no you don't have to go alone we didn't let Lia go alone when she had to go assassinate someone that's right. not how it works <laughs> wait Wait, like, can you go and have your back? <laughs> like, bro, uh, you, you two are bros. Like, you could. Hey, I'll just need a second. You have to do this by yourself. Uh, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, Casimir, who, who would you want to marry? There's that. That had not occurred to me. Well, I, mean, I will say, yeah, I will say this after hearing that Tyus Covengard may have murdered his own wife and to know that my parents were a love match no wanting to be with your partner regardless of your political leanings is very important my mother was what most people call a whore my father paid her a great deal of she now makes and she has had many men over her years, and uh, um, she has always been able to divorce the feelings of love and affection from transactional thing, uh, nature of. Uh, That doesn't mean you necessarily have to. You, this is a person you have to spend a good majority of your life with. Whether you like them or love them, you have to figure out how to live with them. And who who is it that you are going to be able to live with? It's not. It's not just about... Your father's political pursuits, though, in fairness, that is a huge thought behind it, says someone who's shooting for the stars over here. But I wouldn't be shooting for the stars if I didn't think I would be at least content in a in a match with uh, the Duke of White Star if I can manage it. Um, who would you be most content with? Would you be content with Tanya and her political machinations and her uh, proclivities? Or would you be most content with with Penelope Durand, who has to fight for her very own title? It's up to you. She also <laughs> respects and appreciated my experience in the crusade. I feel, that, I feel that you have been leaning towards that and we've perhaps been pushing you in another direction and that you should do what your heart and conscience allow you to. My, my heart way, and conscience will mean nothing if the if now that I am part of Silver Attack from the South and we are unable to turn to them. 
I will say this then. Elise, go and speak with Tanya. Because if nothing else, even if the two of you do, cannot form a match that will lead to marriage, perhaps you can f- form a match that will lead to respect. And perhaps um, it is a connection that through which you can help her find someone that she would be interested in or who would work well with her. She's a friend we can cultivate, if nothing else. And as is Penelope. All right. So I will meet with Tanya and then schedule a meeting with uh, Andalusius to ensure that Penelope's uh, petition is great. And you sure you just don't want to challenge him to a duel? Quite. Hmm. Well, see, I think you should do it. It's your horse. It's because it's your horse riding skills that failed in the turn. Not your not your sword arm. Not your yeah. To be a good to be good in the joust, you have to be as equally capable on the horse as you are with the with the spear. One might argue even better. I seems Casimir just pauses and starts laughing and says uh, the exact opposite approaches the fact that I am considering the two diametrically opposed, exact opposite approaches to these two women, I cannot help but find ridiculous. Um, Such as courting noble ladies. I, for one, I find Tanya an interesting and fascinating person, even if she is different. I, I don't think that she would be a horrible person to cultivate as a connection. But if you aren't interested in marrying her, then at least have the decency to speak with her and have that conversation. I plan mm-hmm. to do so. Um, and then he tries to say, hell with it. Um, I'll uh, also speak with Tim- Timotei. Um, and Chalamet. <laughs> I would like to speak to Timothy Chalamet. You know, I have another Ooh. idea. Why don't you go to her and ask her which way she'd rather have the problem dealt with, and let her your intentions to let her be known. She she wanted she wanted him dead. Yes. Yeah, so just you know, ask her which way she prefer. You know, if she'd like you to try to cut some deal with the Kina Bills, you know, you know. I mean, this is not a bad sign either for your match if you defend her honor publicly. True. True. All right. So, how about if you are said marrying her, go I'm to not. her, let her in. T- Okay, well, if you come to that decision. <laughs> Either okay. way, I think it would be useful to cultivate her as an ally. 
not be bad to have someone on our side in the West. That was a jug, Jen. That was a water <laughs> I'm supposed jug. to drink a, wa- a whole one of these a day. Whoa. That is bigger than your head. <laughs> it is bigger than my head. So let's let's get some of these interactions going. Um, yes. I would say that Siobhan has never had the interaction with Timothy for like the five games she's thought about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go for it. So um, you go ask uh, uh, Teresa Wycliffe where uh, uh, Timothy Whitestar is, and she says that uh, my contacts say that he is. In this, in the basement of the castle, there are some particular artifacts that he is looking at. Okay. Um, and do you want anyone to go with you? Yeah, I'll take Lila with me just to keep. Oh, going. okay. I'm like, it didn't have to be me, but I just was like, I don't want you to go into this alone, and then they shank you. <laughs> Lila can shank him back. Oh, totally but also, but you know, also it's that like you know, the ladies—they're going off to do this thing, and you know, ignoring so the fact that Lila could just like stab you in the face. So and like, oh, well, I don't like your pretty talk. You're marrying her. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's her approach. Um, mm-hmm. I'll well, I'll, I'll after I have the Timothy talk because I was like Teresa, I should pick her brain on Tanya, but so I. I really do want to keep Tanya as a contact, but let's do the the White Star conversation. It's a lot going on. Yes. Uh, but I will wear my nicest outfit, not the ball gown, because that, I feel, is a little too over the top. But I, if he likes the finer things, I'm going to make the effort for, for Siobhan and not just okay. go in, like, my riding leathers. Okay. Um, you He's guys... He's an of an age with Connor, right? Yes. He's two years younger than Connor. Yeah. Um, he's basically, I think, exactly Rory's age. Um, so you uh, start walking down the area that you were kind of directed. Mm-hmm. And as you get to the first flight of basement stairs, um, there are uh, White Star guards standing there and they're like um hello can we help you ladies yes i am lady siobhan silveridge i had hoped i could find an audience with his grace the duke of white star would he be available um uh one moment and uh they uh bring a female member of the white star guard and um, she says, um, uh, he will, uh, he's not object to meeting people, but uh, I hate to make you endure this, but we actually have to search everyone who comes into his presence. Very well. Okay. So he's, she's going to pat down you and Laya for weapons. Laya has weapons, I'm, but I'm disclosing that so that they can find them. Right. And so they, they make a sack. For you to put your weapons in, and they hand it to you, George the guard. Yeah. I'm like, you pick up your stuff at George the guard. Here's your Thanks, ticket. George. Yeah. <laughs> um, Siobhan has no weapons. Um, and she says, uh, um, 
please feel free. Uh, he and his brother are um, at the exhibits. Thank you very much. Go As you go on. down, um, because remember, the castle is kind of on the edge of the water. Mm -hmm. You're not actually going too deep beneath the water. And you're actually, there's still a beam of kind of light. And I'm putting in Discord what the room looks like. Oh, okay. Um, like, basically, it is under the water level, but those lights are basically ground level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're above water. Yeah. And the rest of the room is below water. So it would be chilly. So Timothy and uh, Daniel, his brother, are uh, sitting there. Um, can I get a notice roll from Laya? Low roll for me. I'm suspicious with all them dice. Yeah, it's still uh, you, you broke the you're one off the twelve. I'm happy to give it to you. It's a slightly uncomfortable, but his brother looks a lot like Rory. Like oh, a like lot. Look. I, first of all, that's Gallivant, and I love that. I love Gallivant. I am not excited by someone who looks like my dad. Like, uncomfortably Man. looks like my dad. He, okay, like Fedor looks like my dad. Like, ah, you are clearly related, or like, oh, you're related. Like Malcolm is somehow in that genetics, right? Okay, let's. I, I just wanted to take the point. I want you to look at that guy, and then I want you to look at Rory. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they could uh, be brother. They could be brothers. We're cousins. We're cousins. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, oh, that's a. Those are some very. That's a strong nose with a square jaw and a overset eyebrows that are all. And your father doesn't have red hair. No, he doesn't. Right. Um, and so oh, it's maybe it's the other way around. <laughs> um, it is. Also, very much that he he is the advisor guy for uh, Timothy. Well, maybe he just, just like, fit the profile. Yeah. I was opening a picture, so I'm like, damn, those guys do look alike. It's Eric uh, Ormsman or Ormsbud or something like that. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's less, uh, yeah. He's in Psych too. Yeah. Yes. That's the Gallivant. Um, so, uh, Daniel uh, walks up to you while Timothy's like uh, looking at one of the statues and says, fine ladies, is there anything that we can help you with? A little, like, like just Lila is a little like gobsmacked because I'm like, you could be my dad, but she doesn't say anything, but her, her expression is clearly like, the hell? <laughs> Um, to not do that. I was hoping to have an audience with the Duke. If that's if 
he's open to such an audience. Um, absolutely, we have. Uh, we would not wish to bar um, a Silveridge representative. Um, do you need this conversation private? We normally would not have it as such. It doesn't have to be private. Then come with us. And uh, he walks you to over to where Timothy is um, looking at a Eston House of the uh, Stone um, uh, religious artifact that is essentially in the museum. Um. Javon's going to do all the proper curtsies the closer she, when they get closer. <laughs> and Timothy makes a point to kiss your hand and to kiss Lia's hand. Um, so what is the pleasure that I have of the Silveridge ladies coming to see me at such a beautiful moment here? Well, one could say that, uh, when we heard that you were looking at the art here at Pearstone, we wanted to join you and see what uh, the treasures they hold are down here. The uh, the treasures are quite unique. It is few places that are so close to uh, Eston uh, Domain that these things have been able to be held with in state in such a pristine aspect. He he definitely is giving that vibe of. Um, I imagine if uh, you're Greek and you're at the uh, British Museum. British Museum. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like maybe I should have brought Casimir. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I know. If- Something of this this art, thanks in part to my cousin here, Lila. Um, they this do is, have a very. Yeah. Oh, please! I was gonna say this is a, a beautiful example of something so lost. They do have an interesting thing that most of our Fedor heritage um, is in White Star, but they have a very unique piece. Uh, if you'd like to come, it's just around the corner. Of course. And uh, he takes you around the corner and. Um, you see a wicker basket that has uh, some very unique colors. I would like you to imagine um, how, like, Azure Blue does, didn't really exist around the world. It's like that kind of a color. Like that, like, lap beast lazuli color. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he says it is actually a piece of all of our heritage. How so? This is an original basket from the land of fire and flowers that the original Fedors took through the Great Maw before they came to this country. Can I roll an education on what I know about that backstory? Absolutely. Thank you. I don't know much. You got a six, right? No, four. A four, four. okay. I saw it. Okay, you got a four, yeah. Four, you're like, oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. where Fedora's come from, but... <laughs> I think uh, I've heard Carrick discuss it. Yes. 
um, we know that it is from this particular aspect as the plants that are used for this particular basket do not exist in the entirety of the building. And so it would have to have come from the land our people immigrated from. Yes, and some of these baskets are held more commonly in the north as artifacts as well, found normally in graves that have been accidentally uprooted. Hmm. Um. Yeah, nothing. I'm like, I have to remember that this is Siobhan and not Jen, because Jen would have a zillion questions. Siobhan's like, I don't do no history or archaeology. So, um. But you obviously would like to see my favorite thing down here. Oh. <laughs> the etching? <laughs> actually, I actually would. What is your favorite thing? Right around the corner. And he takes you a little farther down, and it's it gets it gets a bit dark. And with Lila, um, she can see in the dark, right? Um, and as you're kind of walking through nearly pitch black darkness, you begin to come across a wall, and the wall itself has glowing runes on it, similar to Uncle Ori's runes. Oh. Okay. Okay. What are these? It is some ancient um, uh, magical pedestal that was cast on by old wizards in the time before the bell ringer. It uh, holds old fedor magics that were brought across the maw, but it still holds the glow of such things, even though all such practitioners of the of that ancient faith have passed. That's quite remarkable. I can see why it would be your favorite. <laughs> it, the idea that it, look, they don't like when you do this, though. He goes over and you see he touches the uh, root. To touch <laughs> he touches the rune and as he touches the rune there is a fl the white glow on all the letters makes a radiation of red as he touches his finger to it that highlights it for a second and then it fades as he pulls his hand away you know what that signifies I think it is the aspect that the magic was connected to our fedor blood Siobhan's a curious. She wants to touch it now. <laughs> she wanted to touch, touch it. it before he touched it. So <laughs> maybe that's just me because I always want to touch things. Um, yeah, Siobhan's going to touch it. And it flames up in the same color as his. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I brought my dear nephew here, and sadly, it doesn't respond the same way for him. I will keep it as an unknown between us all then and see, leave it as the mystery that it is. Um, the salt blood line, I think, is, is too strong in my, in my nephew. Perhaps. Perhaps. 
It's beautiful, though. It reminds me of stories that I have heard uh, rattled about by my cousin Carrick. He himself is is something of an amateur scholar. Oh, I wanted to also thank you. Um, I was told by our diplomat that you sent the requests off to uh, Faymil for the engagements of my uh, my banners. I did. I did. Um, I've spoken extensively with my cousin Amon about the matter. And um, it, right now it's in the hands of my cousin Ingrid. We'll see what she has to say. Well, as we've had our fineries, I imagine that you're here to deliver me a message from Lord Connor. I was actually um, here to speak to you myself. Oh. Um, I would be happy to entertain any conversation that you'd like. Let's see, before she has that conversation, do I want to roll it now or do I want to roll it later? No, you totally want to roll like me now before you talk to him yeah, about liking things. That's true. Okay, true. well, also, you, remember, you could do the double whammy. Mm. Where you do the status, how well he likes you already. Mm -hmm. And then you can destiny burn to socially hit it. Yeah. Because the status may get you halfway there. Yeah. Because I also I yeah. also was looking at my qualities because I'm like, oh shit, I have a charismatic on top of attractive and favored. And I rarely ever use the the charismatic quality. Yeah. So I would I would do the double hit then, because th this is what you're you're shooting for. So I'd first roll status reputation to see where okay. you're starting. All right. Status reputation. You have 15. Okay, so you already broke to friendly. Okay. So now you would then destiny burn and you would then roll your uh, charm or your charm or seduce. I think I would do charm because right. I don't think that would play as well with him. Right. And so um, the char you want to do the charm roll, by the way, on combat entry because you're going to be three up on it because you already yeah. have friendly. Yep. I'm, check I'm checking all my my qualities that I never look at because I think favor is the only one we accounted for. Um... Charm okay, so charismatic is you automatically are up to. Yep. And attractive, um, you re-roll uh, your ones equal to half your persuasion. So first roll, let's see how many ones you have after because okay. remember it's your ones after your uh eight bucks you dice. Right after yeah, you've yeah. already done your your junior bit. So yeah. yeah. So Roll your 46 plus uh, uh, with three bonus that's on okay. your combat intrigue. Yep. Okay, so here we go. Okay, whatever this is, is plus two. Then, so you're at 17. And mm. you, I don't know if you'd... So you have a choice. 
You can re-roll three, but you'd lose a three, three, and a four. Uh, yeah. Do you want to re-roll two? Because those are two threes. But the, the lowest roll you have that isn't a one is a three. It's three. Mm-hmm. And what number does she want to hit? Because, I mean, 17 is pretty outstanding. The thing is, if she if she breaks 16, he's she actually knocked him off the chart. Well, she did then at 17. Oh, you did, oh, Gary. You're plus two. You already won it. Oh, okay. You okay. already won it. Good. Thanks for bringing that up. Because I'm like, right. <laughs> like, okay. Plus That's the destiny confused. burn. So, yeah, yeah, what yeah. number you, you had to hit if it wasn't 16. But yeah, good, 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 good. Yeah, I just want to see something. Just because I'm curious. I did that wrong. It is oh. D... 3d6. You would have been up one. Doesn't matter. You still beat it. Okay. Okay. Um, so you say incredibly charming things about the nature of uh, your shared heritage, but how bold are you going to be? What do you mean by bold? You've made him like you. You haven't necessarily... Mm -hmm initiated where you're mm-hmm. contemplating in this mm-hmm. because he may not think that you think of him in that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I would be bold enough to at least drop that hint because if he's anything like Carrick, being more of a scholarly man, maybe a little oblivious. <laughs> Which I find the scholarliness charming, but sometimes you gotta be it's... a little bit So by the way, as you're in the conversation, it's not scholarliness. Mm-hmm. It's he wants unique experiences. This is rare. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's not the fact of you have to read books to do this. These only exist here. So I want to look at them. You know what? I can go somewhere else. I can go look at that. Whether it's a Unique glass of wine, whether it's a unique thing over here, whatever's unique, that's what he's interested in. Okay, sure, I respect that. And he's much more into unique people and uh, experiences and objects than people. He's like, everyone's kind of, they're people. Everyone has their own wants and their own things. I want to experience all your experience. Hey, isn't it interesting that I have a cousin who's going to marry into... Uh, some interesting people. Yeah. Maybe more than one cousin. Um, so let's say um, yeah, I don't know how, but how, how bold you're going to be, though, because you didn't do a seduce. You still did a charm. No, I you... it did a charm at first, yes. I on the cheek. Mm-hmm. He seems very, very into family. I, you know, and bloodlines and all that stuff. I don't know. Maybe lean into that a bit. Yeah. But he likes the the experiences. Like people you could, okay. is unifying the East is a unique right. experience that has never happened. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you could basically say of I'm into experiences too. I would again like to be the princess of the East more than in just reputation. I'd lean into that. 
Because that is, hey, I'm interested in in you. Mm-hmm. Without any seduction piece. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh. Um, Pretty young thing coming after him. That's new and unique. I have a very simple thing to state. If you don't mind, if we can have a little bit of the conversation alone. And he, of course, sir. And I, uh, take, uh, my father's doppelganger and say, maybe you could explain this random statue more to me. As I figure out why you look like my dad. I I know how to be the wingman. I'm good at this part. (laughs) Uh, please, yes, if you could explain this to me and we can give uh, our others uh, a moment together. Um, he is he's trying. He's definitely he's he's the uh, the cowboy of the group, so he's like uh, okay because uh, uh. he's not even the diplomat Rorius. <laughs> He's just sort of like, what's going on? Sure. Yeah. It'll be great. Come over here. I, I like rope his arm. Let's go. So Timothy says, I would like to say something. And I don't want you to take it as an offense. I would offer your family 3,000 silver if you didn't marry me. Oh. Because it's very simple. It's enough that if this was a political maneuver, we wouldn't be in this scenario. But if you're actually doing this of your own accord, or you do have an actual intriguing nature to see what ruling White Star would be like, you would be interested. I don't want you here for Connor. I don't want you here for the Henges. And I'm willing to pay to make sure that's not the case. I'm not here for Connor. I'm here because I wanted this connection. If anything, when I even brought it up to my uncle, he was surprised. I can assure you the Henges are not aware of it. I don't know what else you sent in the letter to them. Only that I felt that... uh, it would be a very good match for Ingrid. I spoke to no one of this until this morning. Not my cousins, certainly not my uncle, not even my parents. I come to you as my own woman, as myself. And 
in part because I believe that there could be a lot politically gained, yes, but whether that helps Connor or not, I believe that it certainly would be something I would be interested in, an experience I would be interested in. And what's more, I think that your lands have a great deal that they have to offer, particularly because you're in such a transitory time. And I find that interesting. You've had a lot of time to contemplate coming up to me. You must understand that I, in a hundred years, would not imagine that you would have this level of interest in me. I graciously then ask you allow my counsel to vet this decision and make sure that I am not acting rashly. Of course. Um, but I promise you that regardless if the bell ringer herself came before me, I will accept no other proposals until I have answered yours. Well, I appreciate it, sir. I have, cannot say I've ever in my life made a proposal to anyone, nor have I had a proposal made to me. So I am rather new at all of this. Um, to show my seriousness in the aspect of this investigation, um, I will also give you something until we meet again after that conversation has been done. And he takes out his ducal signet ring and he hands it to you. Whoa! 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 Okay. Okay, she's kind of a little shocked here. He's like, I can handle three days without giving any written edict. That's the level of I'm going to investigate this. And is there anything you would want in return for to show my seriousness in this beyond my uncle's influence. Phil Connor is going to invade after my people have been weakened after the Saffron Wars. And you are possibly unwittingly, a gateway into that. I understand that you come from a heritage that has felt Connor's invasion. And the Ramirez spread across the East. Uh, 
I want nothing more than your word. That I will prevent my uncle from invading White Star? Just for no. clarification. That you are not an active tool of him invading White Star. I am not an active tool. That's all I want. Anything more would be de rigueur. Thank you, my lord. Thank you for entertaining even my proposal. It is bold for a young lady such as I to enter into even negotiations of this type, but I feel there is much we can we can give to each other. And considering all the young men and even not so young men here, I find that you are charming indeed. I do not think it is bold for Ursula's child to act as you do. Perhaps you remember my mother very differently than I knew her. We will speak soon. He doesn't want to fuck what? up anything. But what does that mean? <laughs> My mom's been like, like protectively. Like, what? Wild party girl in her earner. You. What are the stories on my mom? What? Okay. Okay. So Laya and uh, and this other guy are talking. And Daniel. Um, and Daniel. Um, Daniel is like though. So, um, so by the way, have you ever uh, met my son? Uh. I don't know if I've had the pleasure. Uh, what is his name? Kristen. No, I have not had the opportunity, though I've heard of him. Um, he uh, he holds the uh, the old ways with a special reverence. That is admirable in such a time of modernization and modern moder modernity. I think with his mother coming from so far away, she wanted to make sure that he never lost a touch of the lands that he was in. It can be very difficult to keep to the traditions in a land not your own. Yes. Um, and, uh, don't, don't like worry about it. And you see, he, he takes an artifact of the house of the stone off the shelf. It just hands it to you. Uh, I'm, uh, what are you doing? I get for touching the marble at a museum and she just gets handed shit. What? And she's like. Olivia never. I mean, uh, Olivia never comes down here. <laughs> <laughs> this is an unexpected but most appreciated <sighs> gift, sir. Uh is it so big enough it, to put in like my 
pocket or do I just walk out with this like thing? No, no, it's like a sun compass that like okay, it's, then... like it's about this big. Yeah, I you will. Uh, yeah, I will treasure this in a way that you cannot imagine. Literally. <laughs> um. So do you guys go back and you're you, you have a shit eating grin and and Lai has a shit eating I mean, uh, and uh, Siobhan has a shit eating grin and you guys are. <laughs> Siobhan's tucking the that that ducal signet somewhere very very thin. <laughs> like, um, it's the and... Renaissance po- Renaissance Fair pocket. <laughs> right in between the boobs. Yeah. yeah. Um, like nowadays with the cell phone and the bra strap. Call <laughs> that the mom pocket. Yeah. Just tuck you um. There. You also also get your weapons back, of course. Um, uh, you notice, by the way, that there's guards on every entrance into this area. Yeah. Well, Honor doesn't walk around this armed. Um, Timothy doesn't care if people were are, are worried that he's overly protective of his of his body because people could kill him. <laughs> Honor's like, stab me, I won't die. <laughs> many have tried many have tried <laughs> none have succeeded I'm like a cockroach I just keep coming back okay I mean, so Caden yeah. uh, or Casimir is there a particular person that you would like to talk to I'm back I also will be right back yeah I mean I guess it makes sense to talk to Tanya okay um I presume you're gonna you're gonna take Caden as it's better if you guys don't walk alone at least. Oh really? Okay. The thing is, if you walk alone, people you guys could get jumped. You you guys jumped people. <laughs> That's true. Um, so I don't imagine Caden doesn't mind walking you to t- to go see Tanya. We'll presume he doesn't because oh there he is. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like. Yeah, okay. he's been acting up today. I don't know why. No worries. So you go to the diplomatic area where Tanya is, and uh you uh come on in and Tanya is uh getting uh dressed for writing and she said, Oh, you said that you uh wanted to go writing. I'm glad that uh you picked the next day. Yes. I um I don't like putting these sorts of Turning things off. I would love to uh, join you in a ride if you don't. Not at all. Um, we were going to ride uh, uh, across the bridge and uh, and back for the day. If you're interested, definitely. Um, so there is uh, two Bennett House guards that are also coming with you guys. Okay. Um, because. There's going to be Bennett guards around the only heir of, of House yes. Bennett. <laughs> yes. Um, and so you guys are riding along. Um, can you give me a quick animal handling roll to show how you, if I you will, make a problem? I a ride roll. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ugh, Jesus, you, what the uh, hell? You got, a, you got a rough ride day. Uh, Ugh. Yeah. So nice well let's see how Kane out how rolling was. someone else. Uh uh three D six. 
Ugh. Wow. 3D6. She got a rock and roll. She, she, she got 663. Jesus. She's uh, riding along and she makes a point to kind of make sure that you don't fall off your horse. Hey, it might turn her on, you know, the, that humiliation. <laughs> um, <laughs> Casimir just sort of mutters to uh, mutters to his horse, stop it, you're ruining this for me. Uh, and uh, and then uh, says to uh, Tanya, um, I wonder if I could uh, be direct. Of course. And she slows down. I imagine sea legs and horse legs do not match. No, I normally can ride better than them. I'm sorry that the horse that we brought was so ill-tempered. <sighs> yeah. Hopefully, I, I have no hope that uh, I have gotten more back in the saddle by the time I'm uh, fighting the the Saffirs. Of course. What did um, you want to talk about? I want to talk about um, cultivating our relationship in one way or the other. I believe that you and I as um, two people uh, bordering... Wait, the Bennets are to the north. Yes. Um, bordering uh, each other. It would be good to have... Um, to be friends during this um, time of uncertainty. He pauses and said, the degree to which this friendship um, would extend is up to you. Um, it is clear to me that you are a uh, powerful and capable woman, um, and my uh, strengths, while um, afforded to me through birth and blood and uh, military skills, uh, may not be enough to entreat you to Chasm. forming... Yes. First, it's not who you are. You do understand that. I do. The fact that you have risen from where you are makes you a candidate amongst the Bennets because the whole nature of the Bennett family is we shall rise or we shall die. An admirable quality. I do not believe that my father or my uncle would want me bound to a person who just had superiority of lineage and a noble aspect of their past. The Red Mark has investigated many different things. But if I was to come 
to my father and my uncle and say that you have asked for a relationship with me. They would ask, what have you proven beyond what you've been given as a crusader and as a silverage? Well, I assure you I was not given a crusader. I take your point. Um, I, su I suspect that a uh, successful campaign against the Saffrons would be a more um, uh, having that finished rather than before it starts would speak uh, higher uh, to my name. I have also You need to show that you're not just the pattern of the Crusader. There was a mantle that you've put on and put off. Uh, Casimir sort of nods and sort of smiles and says, uh, when I joined the Crusade, the idea was very clearly simply to um, for, to further myself and get myself and make myself a name and get out of uh, relying on uh, working as a guard um, uh, for uh, in a position that my mother uh, arranged for me. Um, along the way, I found myself becoming more and more part of them, and I am discovering still who I am, no longer part of that crusade. You can still consider yourself a man of faith? He, he smiles and says, "Who? Uh, that entirely depends on who's that. I say the I will always say the prayers when asked to or expected to rather um then I ask for a very simple aspect for you to woo me indeed I want five rings he he uh smile, he pauses and I'm guessing that these that this test related to this rings uh, that, that there is a particular test related to this rings, am I wrong? I just want you to take them from living tested. I see. They um, don't need to be living when you're done. Of, I just that would be easier. Um, Ideally, I, one per person. Five from one seems... Just uh, go... Sh <laughs> yeah. Casimir uh, sort of is nodding. And his head is like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and, and it's like, um, I'll need to... 
consider which tested would be best to kill. I After you've given me the first, I will bring it up to my uncle and my father that you are attempting to woo me. After you bring my, my second, I will tell him that you have shown acumen in the study and education of spycraft. After you bring me my third, I will say that I find you an admirable fellow. After you bring me my fourth, I will tell them that I consider you one of the more skilled men in the country. And after you bring me my fifth, I will say I will brook no argument. I appreciate the straightforward um, uh, manner of uh, in which we are able to have this um, if you bring me five rings, there'll be plenty of tests and plenty of experiences we'll have. Indeed. Um, if I, if either of us were to find a different match, I hope that that would be um, understood simply as a, a matter of necessity rather than insult of person. You find another match, I need a sixth ring of a man, but only his sixth. So, basically, only the leadership of the tested have more than yeah. five rings. So if right, you could right. chop off the thumb of a leadership of the tested, I'll accept the spurn you're giving me if you fuck another woman. That's weird. I was like, did she misunderstand what I said? Is uh, um. There's there one last thing I must tell you. Please. You cannot take the rings of a man who is wearing a mask. Ah. Uh, and I know the masks are worn by the... Uh, no, you've never seen a guy who is wearing a mask. I, I thought I saw... Uh, the, wasn't the guy who was in the room with... He was not wearing a mask? The guy in the room with who? With uh um with uh Andalusius. No, they just have these things on their head. Oh, okay, okay. No, there's a there's a tested who wears a mask, who is a servant of the red spot. I see. Okay. Um, you have set before me quite the tasks. I um must cons you and you have given me much to consider. You'll do fine. And she rides ahead. She is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Weird. Definitely, definitely given those vibes. Casimir <laughs> makes giant eyes at Kaden, like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's very much like, you know, if you wanted to come and bring me someone, that would have been grand. You didn't want to do that? That's what I want. Their most <laughs> cherished possession. <laughs> and um, I, yeah. Also, are you going to tell the other people? Because like, you could even tell Kate. No, no. Casimir's no, uh, not going to say anything. Okay. 
Um, he, yeah. Um, and then I think on the way back, like after mm-hmm. the ride, unless the Casimir would just say to Caden, I don't think this is the right. Right, so uh, um, so I'm sure I didn't hear any of that. I made sure she made sure to be out here a shot for that. Yeah. And Jen's like, man, too bad. (laughs) Maybe she and I can be friends. (laughs) You gotta admit, she's like, hey, you want to prove your prove you it's oh, important no, to you it's it's, it's, it's very like uh, ancient uh, sort of culture like kills this many animals uh, but uh, she's like it's, it, clearly it, she's not a follower of the bell <laughs> no she wants after the festival like, like, even ancient societies didn't um, enjoy um, five sacrifices well yeah social and psychopaths that's why they had the <laughs> That's what always made it a point that the hero. That's always made it point that hero would cry over all the death and destruction. You know, (laughs) you just lop off their hand. You don't need to kill them. That's true. It's like I'm not a monster. Maim them a little bit, (laughs) right? A little bit of maiming. It's all. She's like, it's like, it's like a Warcraft quest. You know, you need five rabbit pelts. You just need five tested rings. Exactly. Um, I'm over at like mad respect on on like if you want if you want a if you want a little something something put like five rings on it because <laughs> I, I need some tested rings because reasons don't ask. No, no, put a little something something that's six rings. It's got to no, be someone's yeah, sixth yeah. ring. Yeah, no, only six if he spurns he her. Burns her. Yeah. So now he's right. locked the fuck in. <laughs> no, no. He he just needs the sixth ring. You don't need the other five. Just get a ring from a leadership of the tested. You can go. Yeah. No, that's what I said. He's locked. Yeah. In then then she'll way. be a side chick. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, okay. I'm sorry. Like I, I I felt this has been consistent in Tanya Bennett's. No, she RP. is. No, this, this is why Casimir was like. This is uh, confirming Casimir's gut feeling. He's just worried that he might have put a giant target on the on the Penelope. <laughs> He's gonna be like, "Oh, you know, on your night of your marriage, when I'm standing over your your now dead wife's corpse." Like, you know. <laughs> Where's my ring, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she cuts off her, her hand. This is the first. <laughs> also, something to think about if you uh, upset Tanya, like Timothy um, Durand could go and find her and. Oh, I'm just saying. And also, I know the other PCs don't know it. I know that Lyo was like, what? The. The tested it with a mask. We know that guy. <laughs> well, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. We knew a guy that was like that. His name is uh, in the front here. Sazad or Sahad. Yeah, Sazad. Sazad. Yeah. yeah. 
Dun, 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 dun. So, yeah, and Casimir would also eventually like to go pay a visit to Timothy, but uh, um, I'm not sure if anyone else wants to do something. Well, I, I think t- you probably don't want to meet Timothy right after she's like, oh, you weren't told to do this to buy your family. Um, Wait, you probably so want to, right after Siobhan was told, like, oh, you didn't ask your fa- your family wasn't involved in this. Sorry, Timote. Oh, Timote. Oh, yes. Um, Not my Timothy. Right. The other Timothy. So, so first, Timothy. okay, now, now that we did Siobhan's <laughs> and we did use, we're going to do Laya, and then we're going to do Cadence for the end. So, Laya, who yes. you want to go talk to? Uh, Louis Covengard, and I'm going to go alone because I don't feel like I do well with others in the room. Okay, can you give me a sneak roll? <laughs> Man, I got Timothy Whitestar to listen to No, me. you totally did. A sneak roll? I don't have sneak. I it's, have it's, it's a specialty stealth. of stealth. It's a, yeah, it's a, I know that. That's what I'm saying. I just have stealth, though. That's fine. Why do I need to have stealth? I mean, I'm not, like, sneaking to find him. I'm just going to find him. No, but you're avoiding trouble by going alone. True. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so... You're uh, you're jumping on the rooftops over to where uh, <laughs> he is, and um, can you give me a notice roll? Um, as you get to the building that you know he's in, you know you're being watched. I'm going to stop and I'm going to wait because I, I have my suspicion. Um, from behind a chimney, um, Gregory Yabara comes out and I'm going to again put his picture. Oh. Yeah. It's good Gregory. to see you again, sir. Good to see you again. Lady Silverage. Uh, I should like an audience with uh, your brother, Louis Covengard, if he has a moment to spare. Um, he is available. Um, if I may be so bold, may I ask the purpose of the conversation. Another bold of you. Uh, I should just like to speak with him uh, on a personal matter. I just know that Duchess Mercy wouldn't want that matter to go farther than that. I cannot take an issue to to Duchess Mercy if I don't know if someone is open to the proposition or not. He looks very confused by that. Okay. I'm confused by that. Yeah, because you guys are talking about two different things. Um, Do you want want to do a cunning roll? Yes.
He broke the six. He's trying to say, don't confess about killing Paz Rodrigo. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> like, she's like, oh, we are not talking about the same thing. But I'm not going to say what we're not talking about out loud. <laughs> yeah, you're like, wait, wait. What else would Mercy be caring about? Oh, yeah, that other thing Mercy cares about. <laughs> I would hope this would actually uh, bring a smile to the Lady Mercy's face. I uh, come to ask Louis Covengard if he has had any marriage proposals and if he'd like one. Oh. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> It is your do- job and duty, I'm sure, to to feel such things. Um, yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I wasn't meant to interrupt that. I was meant to like." <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to stop assassins and people like openly doing the stuff they shouldn't. Right. That's why I was like, I have a feeling I know who this is. I- I- it was going to be one of the two. Uh, with your blessing, I should go forward. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives, and he gives a whistle. Um, and you see three other guards um, in the alley, like leave, like come out from hiding. So I'll jump down and walk to the building that Lewis is in. They don't disarm you. That's very kind of them. Mm. Well, it's it's both respectful and bold on their part, but that's yeah. Um I love that picture. Oh. Like I'm in. I'm looking pretty I got my finest, <laughs> the same thing I awarded Timothy uh White mm. Stars. Uh, Lewis Covengard is uh, uh, writing uh, um, documents as uh, one of his guards opens the door to let you in. And uh, he, at first he just thinks it's his guard, and then he realizes the footfall sounds different. And he puts down his pen and he like turns his, he's like, oh, Lady Silverich, um, um. I'm not prepared to to host a guest, but I'll find something. Um, uh, I'm not interrupting you. I I do apologize. I appreciate that I've come unannounced. I was just writing documents to the emperor. Um, and uh, he, you see him like go, and he like gets like some wine and some cheese, and you can tell he lives. He lives a humble life, not because he needs to, but he doesn't want to get fat on the wealth that he has access to. And he also doesn't want his... Because he's a cult of personality with his boys. He doesn't want them thinking that he's this decadent noble. Sure. Um, so, please, please. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy to help in any scenario I can. I'm, I'm sorry we haven't had time to talk ever since we met at that terrible moment in Silveridge. No, but you did a kindness by 
attributing it so thoroughly to my cousin's contributions. That was very kind of you. I don't need to be lauded. um, And I feel it was a key opportunity that he needs to have a positive aspect in his own domain. <clears throat> so before things continue, are you gonna are you gonna double whammy him too? Yeah, I'd like to. Okay, so your first thing is you're gonna roll a status reputation if you have it, and status if you don't. I don't and... think no, I don't have a status if you but yeah, I have a and you broke you got the twelve. That's the important number, so that takes you instantly to friendly. Nice. I wasn't it already at friendly when oh I guess I was already at amiable from the time before. Yes. Yes. Okay. Then you can um if you want to do social combat with him now, you can. If you want to wait um later on, you can as well. I'd like to wait because okay. I don't know if I want to charm convince or seduce. Okay. Um and so uh um, I'm 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 glad though that everything went so well with your brother. I heard that he is marrying the second song or potty girl. He is, yes. He's quite fascinated with her. Uh, I admit to being a little surprised, but uh, stranger things have certainly happened in our day and our age between uh, the more commonplace and the exotic. I um. Like me. I uh I had hoped that this would be a time where East West and North and South would come together over a common cause. And it seems that like oil and water, this has merely made a a mixture that will only create conflict. All we can hope for then are good actors making good faith arguments uh, towards the betterment of the land as a whole. I feel that you are one of them, so I hope that it falls on the best of ears. I know I can tell you and you won't spread this about, but there have been more than a few murders that have not been made public. I should not be surprised to hear you put a barrel of fish in the middle. Some of them are going to get suffocated at the bottom. Most of them, luckily, have just been house guards and conflicts between families that are blood feuds older than the rivers. Um... But what what has brought you here tonight? I did not. And she looks a little like she's a little shy. She's like, I did not um, come with a chaperone. And I can appreciate how that may look for the matter that I wish to discuss. But I am a much more plain spoken individual. And I had hoped to perhaps find a more receptive audience to it than um, might otherwise be if I had had the good thought to bring my more gracious cousins with me. Um, 
Of course. I should. Where do I put this? I too would like to see the betterment of our country as a whole. And I think that we can have the East speak with the West uh, in one voice if we could potentially come to an agreement between the two of us. That's I'm really bad at this. Have you had the pleasure of any marriage proposals? I've been asked by two women and I rejected their proposals after an appropriate amount of time to not shame them. Were they poor matches? I was asked by Hippolyta Morning Blaze. Um, I, well, I was asked by her father. And I was asked if I would meet with her in a respectful aspect of courting. Um, I find Hippolyta would not be able to accept a life that I could offer. And so I turned her down in the aspect of I would not be willing to live in the domain of morning place. And I would not be willing to give up my sword. The other was, I think, a much more inappropriate match. Um, Lady Alessa Thorne um, was brought up by Viscount Dale Thorne in the nature of She is a person whose conversation made it difficult to remember what I was going to do and not in a good way. I'm to endure such attempts at your attention. Um, and her inability to comprehend what a life with me would be like made it also easy to turn down her and her father. Um, I want to say something. And I want you to understand that I don't want you to take this rudely, and it may seem as such. I said that I spoke plainly. I wish to hear plainly as well. I do not feel you need to marry me to keep your murder away from public eye. 
I can guarantee you that was never the intention. I feel the death of Paz Rodrigo was justice served. So did I. And many of my sword-wielding associates lack the investigative skills to understand what occurred. Come to you of my own accord and my own volition, not to protect myself, but to enrich both of us. I understand that. I did, I did not take you, that rudely. I took that with uh, respect. If you had wanted to move against me, you surely would have by now. You obviously are spinning in circles and coming to points that you are. I'm spinning in the circles of trying to keep this camp from imploding on itself in the destruction of everyone who hates each other. So that is the focus that I'm doing, and that is why when you come here, it is the thought on my mind. You don't consider yourself a supporter of the Empire, though. I consider myself a supporter of those who rule justly. Many empires don't rule justly. Even the Eston kings did not always have just rulers. No, but I try to support those who have the clarity to understand that an empire can only last so long if it takes advantage of its weakest members. And I think that you have that vision. I believe very strongly in the aspect that sometimes the bell will go silent and that whoever is in power will lose that power. But until that moment, both my sword and my will has to go across and supporting an empire until they crumble. I want you to understand that before our conversation goes deeper. If the Rivers Empire had a moment of choice, I would choose differently. But until that moment of choice, I will uphold my oaths and my obligations as a peacekeeper. Is that acceptable? I feel that we are both children of awkward circumstances who have had to make the best of what we have had laid at our feet. I would not ask anything else of you than to do as your heart and conscience led you to do because so much of it was already predetermined for you. 
you have this choice and I would like to support you in it with the understanding that I hope that you would support me in mine. As much as I can respect for the act, let us just take the example of our time here in Mistwick. I have accepted and respected the act that you have done, but I am not wholeheartedly slaughtering the enemies of the Eston with you. I am not asking you to do such a thing. I had not planned to do such a thing. Oz was a very specific individual who caused in my mind, my mother's death. I can't think of anything that the bell kind could find wrong with that. He was ordered by the bells to invade. There is knowledge in the halls of the tested of what initiated the attack on Selene. Things I've read. Things you support? I can disagree with an individual and be obligated by an oath. That's what I need to make clear before anything progresses. I will tell you this, just so you do not feel that I am not taking this seriously. I gave none of my mind to any of the other proposals, and I'm giving you all of my mind. I feel that you are an oil that is lit aflame by your Eston family. To lead a path for you to see by. I do not think that Duchess Mercy and her cadre of knights wants peace, but they want blood. If you would want to work on justice and the nature of the power of knowing you've given an oath, I am willing to entertain this engagement. If I feel you won't be happy until you're Duchess of Selene. I mean, Baroness of Selene. And if I can't give you that, would you be happy? Would you try?
Are you asking me to raise arms and abandon my oath to the Emperor? The Emperor made the declaration on Selene when I was seven and you were four. But you, in your capacity as a peacekeeper, could find a different judgment. If I succeeded, then I would lose you. If I gave you Celine, you couldn't travel the country as I do. No, but I would be somewhere you could come home to. Oh. I feel like I'm performing for Jen's reactions because I love them. (laughs) If I failed to get you, Celine, would you be okay? I need to know it isn't that which has brought you here. Because if it's that, I know exactly who you could marry and you'd have Celine tomorrow. Bring my full self to this arrangement. And I won't hide the fact that restoring my family's legacy is very important to me, but it is not so all-consuming that it's all that I desire from a pairing. My parents were a love match, not a political engagement. And I've always wanted that for myself. I understand what you're asking now. As opposed to, or I should say, I understand how you're asking now, as opposed to you making a bid for a dowry, as it were. You're not offering to get it for me because you care so deeply about this connection. You want to know that it's all that I want, and that's not all that I want. But it's not not something I want. I don't know if I can succeed at getting it. And I would hate you in your deepest heart convincing yourself that I can and that that's what your love is prededicated towards me. Because if it is somewhere in your heart, you could grow bitter if I failed.
to grow bitter you, towards you. And you don't need to answer that today. But I think you need to have that answer before things progress. I cannot move the world and I will not have my relationship starting with demands I might not be able to make. I will seek my father's counsel in this. There is a man named Emmanuel Nazaro who has on him the documents of the tested of the Belkine invasion of Selene. He is here at the event. I studied under him during my first two rings. Even if I told you, it would mean nothing compared to the evidence. We are not yet wed, and yet you gift me anyway. Colleen was not a war against you or your mother. It was against... Older things. Much from Telmart and the Aston Kings are usually at the forefront, even in today's day and age. Yes. Um, and he's going to kiss your cheek. Oh. <laughs> And, I thank you uh, for your time, and I will uh, let you get back to writing your letters. Of course. And he opens the door for you, and uh, he gives the exact same whistle that you heard his Estin guard give, and the guards essentially pull away from their hiding to make sure that you're not alarmed. Sorry, consider it. Okay, I'll take the more conventional way back to our quarters. Okay. Because he's very honest. He's like, this is who I am. No, okay. And I do want to point out it's less that like if I can't get you Celine, that's the problem. It's the fact that he's saying I will I'm a soldier who does what I'm told and I have no conscience of my own to act against that. That's way more where I'm getting a hiccup. His problem is my word is my bond. I absolutely don't agree with certain things. But who am I if I break my oath? 
Yeah, but being a soldier who does atrocities then says, but I was ordered to? Like, that's yeah, he doesn't do it. The thing is, that's why he's a peacekeeper. He doesn't do atrocities. <laughs> he's never asked to go to the war. He he's a, the, the biggest atrocity he does is let murderers go without prosecution. <laughs> In all honesty, well, he didn't... Right. He doesn't put on armor. He doesn't beat up. It, it, really, you don't need peacekeepers to deal with commoner issues. He is kind of as clean lily as he is with his oath. But he's like, hey, you know, are you saying that uh, this emperor is the best emperor the river's ever had? God, no. Don't fix that one little bit. But do you want me to depose them just because they're incompetent? I can't do that. Yeah, the problem. Yeah. I understood it to what he was saying to be like, I always follow my orders regardless of what they are because my word is my oath kind of thing. So if they, because like if I was told to go raise Celine, I just would, even if I didn't think it was a great idea. Because I was ordered to. Yeah. He's and that's why she that. said you could yeah. make a you could make a different judgment. And he's like, no, I couldn't. And I was like, well, now we have a problem. But then he turned around and was like, okay, what if I can't get you, Celine? Because can't get you infers, but I'm going to try. Yeah. Oh, he's fine for trying. He's fine for trying. But he's like, I don't want if I fail and you're bitter about it, I'm going to hate it. <laughs> okay, then I misunderstood what he was saying to an extent, and I feel a little better because I, okay. I genuinely thought he was giving the like Nuremberg I was following orders, and I was super pissed at that. Okay. Remember, he's a police officer in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. He's like, there's the law, and I try to follow the law. When I count if I'm turning a blind eye, it's because I think that there's a justifiable reason. But if four peacekeepers drug you in and said you were the murderer, it's the truth. Yeah. And to that, I can be, I can respect that and that I have no problem with. In fact, that yeah. I would like him to, to do, which is why I like the idea of this match really so much. Right. He's not a soldier. And that's, I think, the confusion. He's not a soldier in any fashion or form for the Imperium. He's a peacekeeper. His boys are the soldiers. Right. By the way, I love the breakdown of general. If you haven't seen it yet, Patrick, it's all like gasp, gasp. Oh, you guys are naughty, and then all. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no the the. Oh, you mean that uh, the fact that I know that you killed that one guy, and I was just like, oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, but he didn't mention the assassination on the King of Bells, and so I'm kind of like, because he didn't follow it up with, and I know that you have the sword. So I'm like, okay, so he doesn't either know everything, or he's not showing his hand altogether. But remember, he wasn't yeah, there. That was... that, he wasn't there. That oh. was uh, the uh, uh, Lombardo girl. Yeah, I ordered. Yeah. But that was, okay. that was no. pretty intense. <laughs> no. Yes. And now you're like, oh, well, Sovereign or him? Who knows? Okay, so now we're on Caden's big interaction.
Caden? Hello. I don't remember flying to talk to anyone. Oh, there's no one in particular you want to talk to? Okay. Well, there's two, but both are come with a time limit, because someone's got to be rejected. And the other requires to send letters to a foreign country. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, as, as this is primarily social bit, I'm happy to give 15 more minutes if someone wants to do some cleanup of like, like, if people are fine, like could tell us to her dad. Um, we could also, because Siobhan is pretty much secure in her, her scenario. She doesn't need to confirm right. with anybody. Um, and Connor, please don't invade White Star. Thank you. And he's like, well, you said that you're not a pawn. I can make it. <laughs> um, well, why do you need to invade when it's already yours? Right. Um, <laughs> so, by the way, Laya, are are you going to then try to stop Olivia? I am going to try to stop Olivia because whether or not I take sovereigns, that can't happen. I'm just saying, I'm I'm in pretty good with Olivia and with Lucy. Yeah, I'm actually wondering if you would be the better person to do it because you sat at the Duchess table and they were all <laughs> like, "Hey, girl, sup?" And like, if I yeah. show up, they're gonna be like, "Um, what is what is you doing?" Mm-hmm. I just okay. didn't want to make you do my work, but like, if so, so what is the angle we want to take with this? Do we just Say, oh, I've heard icky things about Sovereign, or... Well, I've heard some particularly... Like, I would say something to the effect of, yeah, I've heard some particularly troublesome things. I mean, not icky, but troublesome. And that would just be a lot of trouble on your doorstep when you're surrounded on all sides. You're like Germany. (laughs) And that, uh, you know, we also have heard that you've had... uh, what was it? One was, yeah, you, you've had better match opportunities, and like clearly you're thinking about one of those, right? Because you wouldn't want to invite trouble and have a no-name guy who potentially could usurp your authority. Mm-hmm. That was that was my idea. Anybody else have any other perspectives on that? Um... I feel like it might just be easier to talk up the other two. I, one of them I, I I know nothing about, and the other one I know only slightly more. But do you need to? Just like, oh, I heard like... Well, Advantage of being able to roll, uh, whatchamacallit, it's in status where you know the person's uh, reputation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's reputation. I could do that. Like, I don't have that. Yeah. I mean, I can speak uh, on the behalf of the other two. Um, it's an interesting position to be in considering other propositions I have going on. But, you know, um, I could do that. 
Perhaps a little bit of all of the above. You guys could also you ask know, Teresa Whitecliffe. That's also a better proposition, Teresa. Because I, I want to be you when I grow up. How would you approach uh, well, being... She'll, she'll know the background of all the people. Oh, yes. Because she's your spy master. She is. Um, you actually all could ask about... All of you guys could ask Teresa to come in the room and ask questions and secrets about the people who you're involved with. Oh, that's not a bad idea. I think that's if she a wouldn't mind. Wrap up. That's oh, a fit, yeah. great fifteen-minute wrap-up. So yeah. let's let's call Teresa in. Okay, so Teresa Whitecliff comes in, um, and uh, uh, she's looking happy as a as a pig in slop. How did your conversation go uh, the other evening, Teresa? It went well. Um, so what can I do for you, lords and ladies? Well, I think <clears throat> we, uh, we found ourselves in something of an interesting scenario. Um, it seems that, um, that Sovereign Zarzovich, I'm sure you're, um, you're aware of him. He's uh he's asked for the hand of Lady Olivia. And we're just curious about the gentlemen who have asked for her hand and where the winds may blow with that. Um Christian Covengard, the heir to the Covengard domain, I know, has a proposition has been sent from his father and they met um twice in private. Really? Yes. Well, as private as anything could be. Hmm. I'm sure. Um, are you... What would you like to know about the meeting? How... How did how does Duchess Olivia feel about Christian Covengard? I think she feels it is a match that will have her lose her domain. Mm. How so? The child of that match would create a new Covengard Pearstone Grand Domain. Potentially, unless she demands that there be separate domains and that one of the other children inherit Stone. I doubt she will be in the position to demand anything. Given Why not? She's, she's, she's the, the ruling duchess. Yeah, she's the ducal lineage. <clears throat> it It is the hesitation that she has. Um, her advisors have told her that if Covengard gets a foot in, you'll never pull them out. It's a fair, it's a fair worry. She also feels that 
within a year of their first child, the rivers would be marched on and the entire north would become Coven Guard domain. Also legitimate fear. The other match was Tristan Whitestar, <laughs> the um, heir apparent of House Whitestar. Um, they had a very prosperous meeting, one would say. So might actually work to, I say to Siobhan, to our benefit, given current situations, because he would not lose a duchy then. He's an heir apparent. He is not an heir appointed. He's an heir of two duchies. What's the other one? White Star and what? His mother is... Um, an Almerin. Oh, okay. He's the eldest I was Almerin. Just, I just was saying that if, or, you know, kind of your I, child, I would presume, would be would be uh, put as the heir, then he could continue so, to be Pearstone. That's a lot of assumptions. You you have an interest in Sovereign Zarazovich. It had crossed my mind. I can give you information which would instantly stop his match with Olivia. Oh? But I would not want this information used unless you were going to perpetuate a match. It would be damaging to the network. While I appreciate that, we also... It would be politically disadvantageous if Sovereign was suddenly Duke of Pearstone, regardless of my interest or not. I believe Sovereign as Duke of Pearstone is something we can manipulate. Also, He would have to make deals with Eston and Almern or be abandoned during northern aggression. Um, he's going to have to make deals before he can act if he's in such an open space. But if you have an interest in him, it's a different story. I normally am very open about the different things that we have, but this is something that would absolutely reveal one of my contacts. I you to hold that then for now i wish to speak counsel with my father um and i would not want to i guess what i'm saying is i can tell you but you cannot use it i appreciate that and i'd rather you not tell me your contacts until i know for a fact i mean unless you really want to i'm trying to be protect you i guess what i'm saying is i respect that you're not going to use it but I'm fine for you to have it in your pocket, but don't use it unless you are in that scenario. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Then I, I appreciate that. And I will listen then to what you have to say. Olivia Pearstone slept with Tristan Whitestar. I got that impression when you said that they had a very advantageous meeting. 
Yeah. Not shocked. And we have a White Star guard who works for the um, pomegranates. There is no one else who would have known it occurred. So if you tell it to Sovereign, he obviously will end any relations with Olivia. But if he presents that information, our guard will be captured and killed. I respect that and understand the delicacy of it. Um, Casimir, is there a particular piece of information you would like? Yes. um, The Durands. Um, Is there anything of note regarding um, Penelope and specifically, but more importantly, Timothy, uh, he, um, do you know anything about the man he would appoint as his, uh, in a duel, uh, 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 for his, um, in a duel, um, yes. Oh. It would likely be Sir Dominic Martin, a young friend of his son's who has recently been imprisoned. Was he the guy who sort of have? Yeah. No, no, no. The guy who was in prison was the guy who tried to uh, kill... Remember how, like, that guy was drug away by peacekeepers? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I was confusing the imprisoned people. Right, yeah. That guy's being shipped to Bellwall now, because he openly tried to kill someone. Yeah. Um, so... Um, that is my guess of who he would call forth. Um... I do know that he has also taken out extreme debt with the National Bank to do bribes with the Imperial tested push forth his case. Yes, that is why I plan to go and tell him in no uncertain terms that he would withdraw or um, have to face. The National Bank is uh, housed with House uh, the one I can never pronounce in White Star. Kaniak. Kaniak. Um, At Dormhaven. Um, We might be able to send false letters that his finances have been denied to give your motivation a stronger case. How long would this take? I can forge the letters tonight. Uh, all right. I'll challenge oh, them tomorrow. They will only uh, last for two or three days before there's response from Dursley. But it will right. be enough that if you threatening, he will not think that the case will still go through. All right. 
that um, is there any uh, particular um, skeletons in the closets or murderous tendencies of Penelope that I should know about? <laughs> Just ask him. Just throw it out of the table. Um... The darkest secret I've ever heard of Penelope is that she had a uh, affection for a staff member of her house when she was very young. She was 12, and her father sent it away. Um, but a childhood fantasy, I doubt at that age anything occurred untoward. And if it would, uh, at this point, it wouldn't matter. Right. Uh, it, I just want you to understand, she has a fairly clean past. She was a doting daughter to her father until he died of the plague. That is good. Um, also, um, keep as many eyes as possible Tanya Bennett. Um, she asked me to murder five random tested, uh, in order to court her. I'm not in the mood to play such. You do understand Tanya Bennett's and the Bennett spy network is greater than ours. Of course. Okay. Yeah. I just, I just want um, that to be clear. Um, By a lot. Their spy network is quite powerful. I'm, I'm not asking you to do act on anything. I am just... He's I just cute. wanted to be, everyone to know the kind of person that Tanya Bennett let's, is. Let's not tell everybody. Let's just... I'm let's not. just let Tanya be Tanya. Why do we have to shame her? <laughs> let Tanya be Tanya. You I'm get back to me no, when your when your love no interest teaching. asks you to, to to murder five random tested, and then we shall uh, decide. From that. Well, I'm so, I think it's quite clever. Five tested rings, and that allows you access to whole networks that normally you can't get access to. Am I wrong? I there would be no. Profit in it. I, Tanya Bennett's history is only sparsely known, but what is known is the level of tests and conspiracies that her father and her uncle put her under. It forced her to be aware at all times. Because while she was becoming a young girl, was right at the moment that Lady Montemere was taking power. I see. Well, my sympathies for her. However, I will not be playing part of Test upon. I I would at least send in some aspect of apology to her father or her uncle. 
not to her. You want to stop the the horse behind the carriage. Very well. I, I shall do so. And he um, pauses, like, I'll need someone discreet who can write a letter. You... Let's give my cousin some suggestions. I, I fear he's too noble of heart sometimes to deal with Reese Bennett. I can, as I cannot this? write the letter. Okay. How about this? How about I'll write the letter and we'll write it instead to Lady Lucy and say <laughs> that we sadly think that her erstwhile cousin may have taken your interest in her occupation as an interest in her relationship wise and you're sorry if there's any confusion or mistake if you think that is best then we shall do that because at le- it will take it from the power of the seat and they will not wish to act against her directly and um, perhaps if this works out with pe- this Maneuver works out with Penelope. Uh, I should find her a taste tester for a little. Clearly, she needs better guards, no matter what. Yes. Um, she does have incredible house guards at home, so I don't think she'll be in a rush to return it. I see. Um, I myself have actually seen the walls of Rivercliff myself. And I've Did seen see the griffin? griffin. I saw the griffin claw marks. It is a, a particular thing over the edge of the walls. Um, they are held in... They are obviously a, a beast claw mark. Um, it's a unique experience. But on my way to Stonegate, I stopped by Rivercliff. I see. Um, and Siobhan, I've heard from Connor that you are interested in Timothy Whitestar. Yes. Um, do you have any questions about him? I think my questions about him would deal much more with... <clears throat> He's a man who I've gathered likes to have his his unique experiences. He takes his joy out of having something new in uh in his life. If I am to be so lucky as to be a match with him, I think I'm much more interested in how to ensure that he is pleased in this match just as well because I feel that he f- what he fears most of all is my uncle marching on White Star. I don't think he is yet thinking in terms of this being a profitable match beyond that. I would convince him that your children will
be a greater heir than Carrick is. Damn. Azimir smiles. <laughs> In the idea of that, I believe he will be blinded by the concept of legacy as the integrated Ramirez White Star move forward. I imagine also it will not happen until after Montemir is already under the flag of the pirate. Cosmer smiles even broader at that. I know that um, he is very he has an affinity for the Fedora bloodline. I think this the idea of legacy would play very well into that. The idea of having a united Fedora bloodline. Can I get a um aware what is it called? It's a notice roll. From who? Everybody. Ooh. I should roll like shit. Laya. Barely. By the way, 16 was gonna be the magic number. Three. Three's the magic number. Yeah, three is the magic yes, number. Yes. You hear a a cloth padded foot that has no soul. From where? It's close. <laughs> well, like you, you you hear it, and then you realize no one took a step. Yeah, I like make a shut the fuck up motion at the whole table then. And I will further investigate. And uh, uh, Teresa is like, obviously, Connor's intentions are not at all to do those actions. We understand who our true enemies are. And she keeps talking. Sure. <laughs> so uh, I would like to do, like, what? Another notice role? An investigative role? Um, I will... Um, um, I'm up for up for ideas that aren't notice. I can do just an awareness in general because I'm still I'm I since you said I couldn't pinpoint where the sound was, I would try to find where it is coming from. Um, since I am particularly alert, it could be fighting. But I mean, that seems to be more, much more actual combative. But I would be willing to to do that. Yeah, um, let me look at your. I could also there. do stealth to stealth v stealth. Um, I'll let you Warcraft it. Warcraft, okay. Oh, oh, oh! There's someone in the so secret. Perfect. There's someone in the secret passage. Uh, Did we put a body down there? I don't remember. <laughs> no, we threw a sword down there. Oh, okay. Oh. And you realize that they're close enough to the door that they took they a step away. They already went through the tree. No, they took a step away. Mm -hmm. Oh. 
That meant they've been at the door. Right. For a bit. I would like to as quietly as possible move all the shit out of the way while motioning to the others while Teresa is still talking Mm -hmm. to be like, there's a person in here. We put (laughs) some stuff there. Let's move it. I killed him. Oh yeah, Casimir draws his blade, but he's not stealthy. Everyone who wants to draw a weapon needs to do a stealth roll. Yeah, and I do not do weapons, but... uh... Wow. Laya, you get that dagger out perfectly. No no one one got under, under six, so you guys get weapons out. And then Teresa's like, would you please put, give me a chair as she pushes the table? Sure. Of course, my lady. Yeah, all right. So I'm going to open the secret door and I'm going to reach inside and I'm going to fucking grab who's ever in there as hard as I can. Okay. And then I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to be finesse or anything. I'm grabbing and pulling and throwing to the middle of the room. Okay. I need you to roll um, your agility balance. Because you also know where the traps are. I do. Okay. Wow. That was not the greatest roll for that many things. Okay. You pull and you touch something and you grab it and you throw it to the other side of the room and um, there's no longer a... Well, actually, give me another notice. That's a great notice roll. Um, As you're pulling it, you see the guy who was there Sinking through the stone like your friend did. My water friend? No, when you were a child, the guy who went oh! into the that, um Oh, I have his name. Yeah. Uh Stony. No, no, no. Actually, hold on. I just actually had my, my prologue pulled up. It's not my it's not my uncle, is it? Is it Errol? No. Remember how the kid who the, you never he, found again? Oh, uh, he he melded Herostis. into the stone. Remember, right? Herostis. Her, Herostis. So that's as you pulled it, and what you threw against the wall, and this is what we're going to leave it tonight, is uh-huh. the red cloak and the mask of Siraz. Da da da. Okay, I hope you all, all right. enjoyed that <laughs> cliffhanger. Can I say hi to people and yeah, say hi to everybody? Oh, hear them? Yeah. <laughs> Let me try. Hi, to Carla. Hello. Hi to you. Give me a surprise. And oh. output is there. You go. Hello. Hi, Carla. <laughs> I. It sounded like a good a good game. I look forward to hearing my you know weekly overview. Very <laughs> intense. Very intense moments. Oh, there you are. So, who are the Saras guys again? 
No, that was okay. That was the guy who came and played two games, who was Jake. the mask tested, who did uh-huh. not return after the boat after he was all integrated with you guys. Oh, and was yeah, there yeah, at Wycliffe. His real uh-huh. name was Gage. He, yeah, he, he was going to play I with us, and then he just ghosted. He didn't even like I'm, say goodbye. I'm, he I'll just the picture again, just to remind you, because it's going to be important for what you've actually gotten left. He was attested who wore a mask and had and looked like this. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and he's and he works for uh, for Tanya. But you've never told them that, so that's something you might want to tell them. Yep. But the fact that he has Eston Stone magic. Yep. Chair, dark magic. (laughs) Just further. He disappeared into the rock with a particular skill set, shall we call it, that is not truly around anymore very rarely is stone magic because there's just no house of stone anymore or is he your old friend i know because i never found him so good night all good night good night as always glad you had fun it's uh stop 